down to business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi. And uh, I got my blackjack gum here. And I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling. That something rank is going down out there. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's fun. Don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. You ever seen a grown man naked? I'm your huckleberry. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Put that coffee down. Marlene, this calls for the old Billy Barule. That's a huge bitch! The royal penis is clean, your highness. Hey, where are the white women at? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It's over, Johnny. It's over! Hey, what's going on, everybody? You've tuned into the one and only hot tag. It's yours truly, Shaheen. And Boxman. And we are the Persian and the Jew. You can check us out every Wednesday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Mixler.com slash THT Podcast. And make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and show us some love by leaving a review. Really, really helps spread the name of the show. And for as little as $5 a month, you can listen to us on Patreon.com slash THT Network. That's right. Every week, we release a brand new exclusive episode for our Patreons only, including THT Extras, Persian and the Jews, and live commentary over pay-per-views. And for you movie fans out there, listen to Anthony and me on THT Movie Review every other Saturday right here on Mixler and anywhere you find good podcasts. And don't forget to visit NuclearHeatGraphics.com where you can find my original art prints which focus on all the nostalgic things that we love growing up, including movies, wrestling, and Saturday morning cartoons. Nuclear Heat Graphics. Oh yeah, what is going on everybody? It is Saturday night, it is THT Movie Review, and I have with me Double A. Anthony, what is going on? 
going on, bro? Not much. And we have our own BA badass Bobby Anthem. What's going on, Bobby? <laughs> Funky fresh in the flesh. Oh, shit. He's already talking like it's 1990. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my kick step. <laughs> oh, yes. This is, I'm looking forward to this one, fellas. Got my high top fade, ready to go. Oh, shit. You know, I got to tell you, um, by the way, we are going to get into House Party from 1990. And uh, I got to tell you, I forgot how good this movie was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was fun. It was yeah. a fun movie. Yeah, like I probably haven't seen this movie since like 1995. And I watched it tonight, and I think I have like 26 clips <laughs> no, 28. Um, 28 clips. We'll go through. I mean, a lot of them are quick. A lot of them are the raps. And, um, oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, for some reason, the sound on mine was strange. So for the rap battle and the uh, jailhouse rap, I had to rip them and then pump up the voice. The voice was way off. It actually sounded like. The the jail one actually sounded like he was in a jail rapping it. It was weird. It was echoey and shit. I don't know if I had a weird copy or what, but uh, yeah, I completely forgot how fun of a movie this was to watch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The acting was um, ah. I'll say terrible. The acting was terrible. It really was, but it oh, yeah. really doesn't matter. No. For as fun as that movie was, it, it wasn't about the acting. Yeah. It really wasn't. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, these two guys, uh, kid nor play, really have no acting chops. When Tisha Campbell is the best actor in this movie, you, you, you. you <laughs> I mean, no, I will say this, though, like, <laughs> you know, in all sincerity, the collection, if you really stop and think about it, the collection of talent on display here is like amazing. If you really think about it. It is. I mean, there's a lot of people in this movie when you really look down and go through it. Um, I mean, you know, you had the guys from Full Force. You had George yep. Clinton in this movie. Hell you, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Robin Harris. Robin, Robin Harris. Robin Harris. Robin Harris. So, uh, hell of a performance. No, I'm sorry. I cut you off. But, you know, in my opinion, mm -hmm. I thought Robin Harris actually uh, yeah. did the best acting, the most convincing acting in the movie. Yeah, I want to. I really want to get into Robin Harris tonight, man, because that's a guy that it's a damn shame. A lot of these clips are him. I really did take a lot of clips from him. <laughs> that's perfect because every damn near every line that he had in the movie was all from his stand-up routine. Yep, yep. And we had uh, we had John Witherspoon in this movie, yes, so with a little yeah. cameo. Um, I don't know, man. It's funny if you really watch this movie. A lot of these guys went on. Some of the people that were small in this movie went on to be really, really big stars, if you think about it, though. Yes. I mean, you know, we talk about, uh, you know, Robin Harris. I mean, you know, didn't make it much past the movie, but still went down as one of the greatest comedians of the 80s and 90s, in my opinion. Um, we had Martin Lawrence, Tisha Campbell. Yeah. Tisha Campbell Martin. I don't know. That's how they had her in this movie. But, uh, I mean, even Clifton Powell. I don't know if you know who Clifton Powell is. Hell yeah. Clifton Powell played uh, Shireen's brother yeah. in the movie. Um, by the way, there's one NYPD Blue reference out of the way right there. He was in two episodes. Uh, Clifton Powell. Nice. Yes. Yes, he was. Um, but, I mean, he's done. Here's a guy you, you – another one we always say, you know, here's a guy that you, 
You don't really notice until you notice him. But he's done. I mean, here, let me see here. He has how many movies under his belt here? We're looking at, oh, my God. We're looking at 231 credits. Still has stuff coming out in 2019. The audio kind of dropped out for me, so I missed a little bit. Who are we talking about right oh, now? Oh, I'm sorry. Clifton Powell. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, dead presidents. Uh huh. Um, uh, he did. He did. Um, he did a voice on uh, Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas, mm-hmm. Menace to Society. He was in Menace. Yeah, yeah sure Friday after next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and he's you've seen him on a lot of TV shows. Um, I mean, he's been on Numbers. He was on Shark, which uh, was a James Woods TV show from back in two thousand seven. You've seen him on a lot more TV shows than you think. If, if you look him up, you'll be like, holy shit, this guy. I mean, he's been in The Mentalist. Uh, let's see here. What other things? I mean, uh, For Richer or Poorer, the TV series. Somebody's Child, the TV series. And his credits just go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. But he's just not one of those, you know, he's no, you know, Denzel or anything like that. But been in a he's the, shit he's the best friend yeah he's denzel's best friend not denzel but uh yeah been in a ton of shit and you know he he's just one that actually i mean obviously went on from 1990 to do a shitload of stuff yeah. so he's one of them uh let's let's go back a little more here let's start off with uh christopher reed played christopher kid harris yep. one half of kid and play <laughs> uh Let's see. Christopher Martin was the other half of that. That was Peter Play Martin. Um, so they so they both kept part of their real names. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. But uh, yeah, I mean, these two were again. They their albums were very. Geez, I hate to use a, a pun, but they were kind of kid friendly. Yeah, absolutely. They were safe. They were. It was. Um. It was what. Uh. What the late great Bernie Mac referred to as happy rap. There you go. That's and I his, thought yeah. that that was very very interesting because this movie was pretty raunchy. Like the language, the it had very strong language, much stronger than anything that they have ever put it, in yeah. any of their songs. Yeah, yeah. It it it, it did. I was actually. This one, I mean, but I mean, this is a great one. The second one I've also seen. The third one I've seen. Aren't there five of these, by the way? Yes. Yeah, but the last one, um, uh, a couple of other kids took the took the lead. I, th- I, I didn't see the movie, but I heard about it. Kid and Play had a cameo in it, but mm-hmm. it wasn't their movie, oh, which I find interesting. I'm going to want to check that out. Yeah, I might have to see what that's all about, too. And then, of course, we had the movie Class Act by them, which was great movie great movie and i always kind of considered it kind of just an extension of the house party movies maybe yeah they just switch roles but it's basically the same thing yeah it is well they literally switch roles in that movie it's kind of funny you said that anthony yeah (laughs) they literally they do (laughs) let me ask you guys both something Mm -hmm. did you know who uh was originally supposed to be uh, in this movie before kid boy you know i wanted to get you guys opinion on that like (laughs) how how that would have changed the dynamic of the movie oh wow um yeah, and uh, Anthony, go ahead and say it since you brought it up. It's uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, it was it was written for them. Mm-hmm. That's amazing to me. That's amazing. Yeah, it was. It was written for them, but I guess it was 
the reason this movie was written for them was because of a lawsuit. And the director was almost being forced to put them in the movie due to the lawsuit and decided, I'm not doing it. He basically felt like he had a gun to his head and found these two guys instead. Which, which in my opinion, worked out for the best for everybody. I agree. My personal opinion. Obviously, Will Smith became the the strongest actor out of you know every everybody in that circle. But mm-hmm. it just it would have been his first gig, but you know it was proven that he didn't need it. But for Kid and Play, this was their entire franchise. This was their entire run. I mean, I know that Kid went on to do um, a lot more acting. Nothing really major, you know, a lot of uh, right. small parts, a lot of cameos and stuff. But if not for House Party. Um, you know, Kid and Play didn't have a strong enough music career for them to become a household name. So House Party made them uh, more of a household name than they ever would have been. Yeah. Actually, here, I'll tell you the exact story. I, I, I knew I'd read it earlier. I just pulled it up. Um, was originally written for, like we said, DJ Jazzy Jeff and, and Fresh Prince. Uh, this happened because New Line Cinema won a lawsuit against them due to their song A Nightmare on My Street. Yeah, <laughs> And one of the conditions were that they had to appear in a New Line film. Director Reginald Hudlin refused to cast them in the movie based on that term. In other words, we did feel like he had a gun to his head and said, I'm not hiring two guys because I have to. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I really think it would have changed the dynamic of the movie. And I don't... These two... As bad of, of, of actors as they are, they did have really good chemistry together, if that makes any sense. Yeah, well, it helps that they were such good friends. Exactly. The chemistry was real. Exactly. And I mean, you know, it, it, I don't know how hard it would have changed the, dyna- the dynamic of this movie, but I really think it would have been a different movie. Um, might not have got the sequels out of it either. Yeah, I, I think they. I think that they uh, that we wouldn't have had the sequels. Yeah, I mean, let's face it; these two, you know, kid and play, kind of needed sequels of this movie to keep their yeah. their career going. And Will Smith will definitely would not have needed this movie to keep his career going. Hell no! I mean, this. I mean, right. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, oh, Jesus. Uh, Weep says this movie has a ninety six percent approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So- Amazing. <laughs> it is good. And you know what? I, I want to read one more quote from uh, IMDb because it really sums up the movie in a whole. And it's a really quick quote. Just take me a second. Uh, this movie, House Party, is considered a cult classic highlighting the golden age of hip-hop music mm-hmm. when, it's, yeah. when its culture was centered around parties, fun, and consensual affairs rather than the drugs, violence, and misogyny that came after its predominance in the early to mid nineties. Um, I definitely agree. This was back yeah. when and hit. Yeah. Yeah. Go you ahead, guys buddy. hear me preach that all the time. Like people have the wrong idea of what hip hop is. You know, yes. you get people who, who um, didn't come up in it like I do. And they'll say, Oh, I don't like rap music because it's too violent. And all they do is sell drugs and use drugs. And they call <laughs> bitches and you know like that's not what hip-hop is it's not and hip-hop is so vast most of the hip-hop if you take it from the day that hip-hop was officially born until right now most hip-hop is not gangster shit 
a big part of it is the part that's most exposed is, but for the most part, especially back at a certain time, it was all about either fun or just some dude saying, I am a better MC than you are. There wasn't a whole lot of violence. Right. And which we will get to the rap battle in this movie. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely going to play that whole thing. Like I said, I really put a little a few too many clips for this movie, but and you know, I'm 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 sitting down, I'm going into this movie and I'm like, ah, I'm probably going to get 8, maybe 9 clips and I'm like, oh, please, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I I'm like, man, a lot of dance scenes and shit. Can't really play a dance scene, but yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. fucking a lot, and, a lot, a lot. And, and AJ Johnson, my god. Yeah. My god. Man, the the everybody in this movie, especially the women, like it was it was very noticeable with the women and, and somewhat with the men. They had, I mean, I know the movie came out in 1990, but they really, really had that late 80s look, that late 80s, early 90s look with the <laughs> hair and the, the jewelry and the makeup. They still Man, I, did. I, that was that was hip hop. Do yeah, <laughs> that, that the, the party wearing tank that. tops and yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And 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 uh, Bobby, since we're yeah. talking hip hop, little hip hop tonight. Um, as far as kid and play, do you think they get enough credit for their contributions to uh, the game? Because in a lot of ways, in my opinion, say what you want about them, but when you look at the art form of what hip hop is supposed to be, or what it means to be an MC, those guys represented to me just as much as anybody. But it seems like they seem to get forgotten about in history. They get forgotten about because, again, at, at a certain point. People were like everything, not everything, but a lot was going more towards uh, a harder edge. You know, mm -hmm. um, it, it was people were more focused on the street image, and you know, largely because of NWA. NWA wasn't the first gangster rap act, but they were the most notable. So they influenced a lot of people. So uh, at a certain point, Kid and Play were just considered childish they just they weren't hard enough for most people's taste which was a damn shame so i mean I, I give them credit for sticking to what they were doing they didn't change up their style you know that or well, i mean they they kind of evolved a little bit their sound kind of matured a little bit but yeah, towards the end but it's like they missed their window yeah it was still fun they didn't have to come out and try to prove they were hard or anything they were still kid and play it was a little more mature but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. To answer your question, though, yeah, I, I do think that they're, I do think that they're overlooked. I do think they don't get the respect that they deserve. Their music was, was unique. Um, and they had flow. For the time that they were out, they were decent. It's not like they were trash. They had decent flow. It, it was, it fit for the time that they were in. They might have even been a little bit ahead of their time as far as their lyricism and their flow. Yeah. And people still do. I, I don't give a damn with nobody. People, I can't dance with a damn, but people still do that damn dance. Yeah, yeah. Still do. I mean, if nothing else, like, and they yeah, had, they, they created a brand. They created a brand. The high top fade, the dance, the whole, the whole bit. Yeah. They had, they invented that kick step and the whole like grabbing your leg and jumping up. They, they invented that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember doing that at parties. <laughs> Matter, of fact, it off. Matter of fact, the first time my knee went out, that's how it went out. <laughs> that's probably the story for a lot of people yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the late 80s. First time my right knee in went out, that's, that's how it actually happened. My right knee went out from that. Um, Weeps <laughs> brings up uh, one thing, though, we'll get into. Then we'll get into more actors and actresses. 
Uh, this movie is based on a short film that was actually a thesis film for director Reginald Hudland for him to get his uh, degree at Harvard University. <laughs> so, geez, guy turned his thesis film into an actual fucking movie. And I, it, it, I, I agree with that one quote, though. It did definitely become a cult classic. This Absolutely. movie. A- absolutely and yeah it's just uh kind of crazy where you know hip-hop went to but uh yeah it was definitely all about fun and partying and i mean just yeah. look at that party yeah yep. it's a time camp it's a time camp so for a lot of people that came up in that era like and i feel like everybody wants to go back to that time honestly yeah it was safe it was fun you can go i have a good time i have to worry about nothing going down it's just yeah. people having a good time yeah yeah definitely and you can I mean, like I said, this is a this was a fun movie to go back and watch. Like I said, I don't think I've watched it since '95, probably. So going back and watching this, I was like, God damn, this movie is so much fucking fun to watch. It's really a good, it's a good movie. You know, like we've said, the the acting sucks, but <laughs> as you go through the movie, you're like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you get drawn in, and and even with the even through the bad acting. You start to believe the characters. Yeah, I mean, you got the story, um, you, you know, you, and Robin. Just to listen to Robin Harris bitch moan and complain, and John, awesome. Withers, you know, and John Witherspoon. <laughs> awesome, awesome. awesome. Robin <laughs> Harris, his 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 character, which was really just him. It was it was just a downtrodden him. He was just a tired single father. He reminded me actually of my best friend's father growing up, but both in the way that he looked. And his demeanor and his attitude. And that's why I believed his character. I'm like, man, this dude understands the role that he's playing. Well, another reason you believe the character is because both Robin Harris and John Witherspoon improvised most of their lines in this movie. Well, you, John Witherspoon, I mean, you can tell, man. <laughs> well, and again, Robin Harris, all he did was his stand-up act, man. Gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> you know, fresh off the cop's yeah. ass, he's making me homesick. The test, All he was doing yeah. was a stand-up. Test 2 baby line, that was from his test stand-up. Two, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, let's see, Weebs put the uh, the budget in the box office. Budget of this movie was 2.5, the box office was 26 million. 385,627. Damn, did this movie do well. And, and I'm going to say this about Robin Harris. Um, To me... My opinion, uh, one of the most naturally funny human beings I ever came across as, a, as far as comedians goes, Bernie Mac. I put Robin Harris in that same category, and I feel like had life been a little fair, had life been a little bit fair, he would have blew up on the same level, if not bigger. For sure, man. Yeah. And he, he hit like a whirlwind, you know, because they say that, they say there's no such thing as an overnight success, but with, with Robin Harris at the time, it seemed like it was over. Overnight, because he came in and he blew everybody away with how authentic he was, you know, and um, he just became a quick instant star. And then before we knew it, he was gone. We didn't get to see we didn't get to see a a fraction of what he would have been able to do. Uh, Yeah, it was actually this film was released uh, right before his death. Uh, He died nine days after the movie was released. Yeah. Uh, then five months after he died, uh, his uh, his appearance in, in uh, Mobeta Blues. So yeah. yeah, nine days after this movie was released, he passed away. 
And yeah, man, <sighs> he, he was hilarious. I don't know if you've ever listened to the, his album, uh, the the Baby, or even seen the stand up Baby's Kids. Awesome. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. It's even a, uh, a uh, Baby Kids movie. Yeah. Uh, animated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's only as funny. I, yep. Was he in did he? I, did that come out after his death? Because I, I want to say, I remember Faye Design mm-hmm. Love actually doing it. It, 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 came, yeah, it came out uh, after his death about two years or so. And yeah. what happened was, I guess Faye Design because I thought that was Robin Harris for the longest time, but Faye Design Love just does a spot on uh, Robin Harris impression. Sure did, yeah. I think uh, Tone Loke was a voice in that, in that movie, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, he was the, uh, he, I forgot the baby's name. Pee-wee. What was his name? Pee-wee, yeah. 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 There you go, Pee-wee, yo, <laughs> I like Tom Luke. I don't know why, I always have. <laughs> uh, he was good in Ace Ventura, too. Uh, and well, uh, believe it or not, there's actually another, there's actually a house party tie, another house party tie into uh, Bebe's kids. I forgot the, uh, the little, not the uh, baby, the uh, boy, I think his name was Khalil. That was actually a Batman from an immature. Um, oh, okay. That was his voice. <laughs> Roger from my sister, sister. Yeah, yeah, from sister, sister. Yeah. Mar- yeah, yeah, Marcus, Marcus, Marcus Houston. Marcus Houston. Marcus Houston. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's uh, go with a few more actors and actresses, and then we need to obviously uh, we need to start getting into this movie. Yeah, we just riffing. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tisha Campbell, we brought up. Uh, by the way, that scene where she. Takes her clothes off. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I'm like, look at this. The girl's got a f- just a ripped stomach in her leg. Jesus. Yeah, that, that might have been her peak. That was, yeah. Uh, that was my peak. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I peaked at that point too. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> But uh, let's see who else we got. Martin Lawrence. I don't know if we. I mean, we've been talking this whole movie. We haven't brought up Martin Lawrence. This was an early role for Martin Lawrence in this movie. It's coming out party. Martin, as we know, Martin, because obviously he had did some things before this. Right. Like What's thing, happening happening now? Now. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this was his coming out party where we got to see that raw, that edge uh, to Martin Lawrence that we got to see in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Just. And you know, and he was another. He was another good actor in this movie. Let's look. Just just to throw that out there, he was. He and he was hilarious. You can but, tell he was having fun too. Yeah, he was. And 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 like Anthony said, this definitely gave us that Martin character that we all came to. And, love. and you know what was weird to me? Yeah, they had limited uh, interaction in this actual in this movie. But it's funny to me that they ended up working together all them years, him and Tisha Campbell. Yeah, right. they had like one scene right. together, but it's weird that they ended up out of everybody in the movie. They had the biggest success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They did a lot and of them. Ended up falling out in a big way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she accused him of a sexual assault on set, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. And then they got married, right? No, no, that no. was Dwayne Martin. Oh, oh, we don't all look alike, bro. We don't all look alike. <laughs> I messed up a last, last name. name. Jesus Christ, I'm not name, even so. looking at pictures right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I'm not no. even looking at any of you people right now. I'm not, I'm, I'm not rim, that right? kind of Trump supporter, Anthony. Come on. <laughs> you saw Butter Rim, right, boss? <laughs> what? You saw you saw Butter Rim before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was Dwayne Martin. Martin. Okay. Yeah, he was the, the lead in that. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. All right. All right. Sorry. Sorry. <sighs> All right. But uh, let's see. Who else we got here? Who, who else is worth a mention in this movie? Uh, by the way, there are Somebody two more. Uh, go ahead, Bobby. 
No, I was just going to say somebody I would like to mention if they're not. Well, I would imagine they are mentioned in, in the cast because they have speaking roles. Mm. Probably who you were about to say, I'm not sure. No, but, go, um, ahead, go ahead. I, I saw the movie early on, and for whatever reason, in my memory, I, of course, I rewatched it today, but in my memory, some for some reason, I remembered a lot more rappers being in it, but there weren't. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was full force, but also Groove Be Chill. Moderate success in the late 80s. Um, never made it super huge, but uh, yeah, it is probably bigger than their actual music career. <laughs> and Chill actually went on to, to, to do more things himself. Uh, he was on, I think, the Laracat show and there were a couple other things that, that Chill ended up doing, but his acting career ended up being bigger than his uh, music career. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, uh, I don't see that name in here. The only name I see that's close to it is uh, Be Fine as Zilla. Right. Well, that's that's Be Fine. That's, that's uh, Be Fine from uh, Full Force. But Full Force. Chill oh, okay. might be, he might be listed under... Uh, Mitchell, what's his real his first Daryl Chill Mitchell. Daryl, yeah, Daryl Mitchell. That's Chill. His partner was Groove, and the other the other member of the group I don't think was even in the movie. I think the other member of the group might have been Easy Mo B, but yeah, they were they were. Uh, I got uh, rap group called Groove B Chill. I got Gene Groove Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that it. That's yep. Groove. Yep. There you go. There you go. Also in this movie, we got a little cameo from Mr. George Clinton, who actually showed up in the second one too. Second one, right? Man, that's who I want to be when I when I become a senior citizen. I want to be George Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait for the mothership to come get me. Uh, at least you got goals, bro. At least you got goals. <laughs> tears in the bucket. Fuck it. <laughs> trust me, I got. I, trust me, that that line is in the clips. I promise you. Yeah, <laughs> that line is in the clips. But uh, I don't know. I mean, not many more actors or actresses worth really mentioning in this movie. Yeah, well, no, no. We got one more, at least in my opinion. Okay, go ahead. Just because I think he's underrated in terms of like his roles in movies. Uh, Bull it out. Anthony Compton. He was a uh, Ezel in Pride Day. He's been in a lot of movies. Uh, Players right? Club. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jericho. Okay, I didn't re- yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in a lot of rap videos. He was... um. If you guys remember seeing uh, Dre Day, yeah, yeah, yeah he, he, he was, was the, the fake, fake Eazy-E. Eazy-E. Yeah. yeah, he was also the fake Easy E in um in uh what was it? What the fuck was that Easy? Uh, what the fuck was it called? Uh, Real motherfucking G's. Real motherfucking G's. Yeah, he was he was he was the fake Easy in both videos. <laughs> oh shit! I know. Yeah, he was. I I know who this guy is. He was in the Great White Hype. Yeah, I love yeah, that. He's movie. in a lot of stuff. Yeah. He's one of those guys I got the hook up. He's one of those guys. He's very mm-hmm. funny, very underrated, in my opinion. He yeah. pops up in a lot of things. You may not know his names. He's AJ Johnson, but uh, once you see him, you'll know who he, who he is for sure. Did a lot of stand up. Yeah, yeah. That that all, most of the the picture on his IMDb, you can definitely tell stand up comedy. Yeah, he was in Menace to Society. Yeah, definitely awesome. I, I know who this guy is. I, I didn't even exactly. realize he was in this. Man, good call, Anthony. Yeah, I didn't either. Thank I, you. Didn't even oh yeah, that? come on! He, one of my favorite scenes. Him and uh, Robin Harris going back. Well, he he. It was a non-speaking role, but the follow the drip line. That's fucking classic. <laughs> follow oh. the drip. Follow the drip. Follow the drip. <laughs> that was him. And that follow was the also drip. from his stand-up. <laughs> yes, it was. But that Jerry Carroll boy, you better never commit a crime. We said never had no follow 
Follow you. Robin Hood. God damn, man. Robin Harris was fucking amazing, man. He really was. His delivery was just so raw. It was, just, and you know what it is? It's just like he could like walk and chew gum at the. He was one of those types, walk and chew gum at the same time. It just flowed so natural, like he wasn't even thinking, and it just came out, boom, boom, boom. And he, you know, he had those kind of bug eyes, but they were kind of low, so he always looked high. And he would, <laughs> and I go because he was in like a few of Spike Lee movies. Go back and look. Some of the best lines in those Spike Lee, those early Spike Lee movies, came as a direct result of Robin Harris, and they were all like off the off the top. He also had a small I, role in Harlem Nights. Yep. Harlem Nights, Do the Right Thing, Mo Better. Everybody had a small role in Harlem Nights. Come on. Yeah, if you were, <laughs> if you were black, <laughs> I might have been in Harlem Nights. I just don't even know. Tom Martin that was in Harlem Nights. <laughs> he was too young. He was too young. But, uh, all right. Let's, uh, I guess let's get into this movie a little bit here. Um, Start off, and by the way, all the the whole house party was really actually uh, plays house. Huh. Yeah, what? this was actually his house where this party was at. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a, that's a nice tidbit of trivia. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you, IMDb. But uh, yeah, yeah, and we start off. You know, we even. I mean, this movie basically starts right off with. You know, he, 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 you got kids sleeping in bed. But, of course, we start off right away with a little bit of Robin Harris. Let's go ahead and just start playing some Robin Harris. Here we go. Breakfast on the table, boy. You want to come down here and eat this shit before it get cold? It'd help if you wouldn't call it shit, Pop. Help me, too. Get your ass down there and eat it. There we go. The, you know, like you said, that's just the start of it right there. Puts on his kid quarter. If you remember those little cassette tapes from back in the day. <laughs> uh, you know, you had the, the recorder that, you know, the really uh, basically looked like a box. I'm sure Bobby knows what I'm talking about, but yeah, yeah, they were, <laughs> yeah. they were pretty, uh, they were pretty old school and he's fixing his, uh, Famous hair, the really high top, Gumby, the Gumby. Oh, that wasn't that wasn't even a Gumby. That was just a high top fade. The Gumby would come. The gum the Gumby would come maybe about a year. Oh no, the Gumby was around at that point. But yeah, his was just a regular high top fade. Nice shit. I remember the Ronald Reagan haircut back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that shit. I do. Uh, but yeah, yeah with you the know, lump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, basically, this shows you know, kid. He's got the, you know the 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 like you know Bobby said the tired single father, but uh, still a strict tired single father, very strict. Uh, then the next scene, we go right to school, and we get to see play kid and Martin Lawrence is already introduced into this movie right away. Being the Martin Lawrence we all know, but uh, Bilal, yeah, <laughs> really, and, and you know this—he really did just keep this character. It's almost like when Andrew Dice Clay found his character in that when making the grade. Martin found his character in this movie and just kept it going. <laughs> if you really Bilal, think about it, abrasive, Martin, yeah. 
This is Martin Love. No one love. Anthony, did you back away from the mic a little bit or something? Sounds like you did. Your voice is very low yeah. and your static is really high. So okay. see what you can do for a second while I'm while I go into this. But of course we also established play is a player. Obviously. Why That's would the his name, name be, play? Why would his name be play without being yeah. a player? But uh he's hitting on um Sydney and uh what's the other one's name? I forgot. I forgot her name. Sure I want to say Sharice, but I'm wrong. Hold on. Give me a minute. I got this. All right. Sydney and... No. Uh, Shireen. Sydney Shireen. There we go. Now I got it. Now I got it. Um, here we go. And from there... Okay. I'm going to start off with... We see that kid is really a kid right here in this part of the movie. He bumps <laughs> into this gigantic gentleman uh this is where we also see full force get introduced into this movie they just throw everyone in right away don't they like here you go here's all your main characters <laughs> here they are have fun with it here we go but here we go let's do a little bit of this here not a lot of exposition needed man they told enough of the story they, they filled us in on, on all we needed to know <laughs> yeah yeah they did so here we go let's go ahead and play some of this Stab. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry. No, no, no. Don't get up. Don't get up. I'll, I'll get you another milk, okay? I'll, I'll pay for it myself, okay? You need a milk? I, I can get you one. I'll, I'll be right back. If I was you, I'd kick his fucking ass. All right. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, so if I throw it then, then you got my back? Of course. All right. This, is, this was another line from the movie that people just said all the time. Constantly, yeah. Yep, and they said it just like that. If I was you, I'd yep. kick his fucking ass. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the hell prompted Bowlegged Lou to uh, play that character like that, but uh, it, was, it was goofy and it was corny. But it would have been a completely different movie without it. So, and uh, yeah. those and and those characters would have been a little bit hard, a little bit harder to kind of accept without. <laughs> the silliness that he played on that. You know, otherwise it would have just been a little too intimidating because Full Force was always known for being some big muscular dudes, mm -hmm. you know. So for him playing that so comedically, it, it was it was perfect for this movie. Well, he wasn't exactly the muscular guy. He was the little short fat guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> it did fit him perfectly with these two, you know, the fuck you say dudes. And right, then, right. And then what the fuck you say? dude you know <laughs> so it, it added a layer they wanted to go for like a, a feel-good type of movie so they didn't want to make them too aggressive exactly. so it, it would have made it a completely different movie without that like you know like bobby said that uh comedic dynamic yeah and we're still getting static and your voice is a little low anthony but we're still getting a lot of static i don't know if you can uh do something about the static try to at least uh oh it went away i don't know if you muted or if you muted um just keep doing that while you're not talking but um you know uh kid goes up he talks to the girls and of course he's trying to be a you know badass when he walks away but who does he bump into one more time fucking full force and here we go by the way i the one gentleman's name from full force is stab if that doesn't scare you 
If that doesn't yeah. scare you, watch this movie and look how big he is. That will scare you. I'm not going to say steroids, but steroids. Uh, <laughs> and here we go. Twice. Yo, you conscious motherfucker. Unless you got a serious sleepwalking problem, we can straighten that right out. Yeah, we'll break your legs and kick your fucking ass. Yo, I will break my leg off, up in your ass, so far that you be shitting sneaker for months. <laughs> I've done it before. You know, thing to do it again. Look, 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 guys. Why are you sweating me, man? Look, you wrinkling my school clothes. Ooh, you wrinkling my school clothes. <laughs> Yo, wait, 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 wait. What's the problem? What's wrong? Your mama can't afford no iron? I tell you what, tell her come on over to staff. Alright? I'll put her on the stroll, she can save up, get one. Yo, it's punk. So what he did there is he picked up jello and threw it at him, and it actually hit a picture of Ronald Reagan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a statement. That was a statement being made. Up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know how those crazy Republican presidents are. Um, <laughs> my voice box am I sounding better? Sorry about that, by the way, folks. Oh, perfect. Actually, thank you. Much better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll play a little more of this, and then they start kicking his ass. I'm not going to play that. Cause it's more like a kind of like a <laughs> Batman scene, you know. Ping, pow, boom, you know, whatever. But uh, I'll play a little more real quick. Motherfucker throwing shit at us, man. Do, man. I smell something, man. You smell something? I definitely smell something in my hair. I smell pussy. Pussy, man. Dick is All right. Now, I'm going to ask something to Bobby. Yep. Did you ever actually use the I smell pussy line on someone? Me personally, no, but that was another line that yep, I have. heard for years. <laughs> I haven't. God damn. I'm telling you, man, I watched this movie and I was just like, God, I so miss all this shit. We do need to go back to a simpler <laughs> time like this because yeah. it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot even of the fun. Even, <laughs> even, even the fights. Even the fights were fun, man. Yes. <laughs> even the fights were, were fun in this goddamn movie, man. You know, he's picking them up and throwing them. Kids over there, or plays over there, but I mean, you know, they're holding it up and they're punching them, and kid is just getting his ass kicked. But the way they show, but I got to tell you one thing, and one part of this movie that I liked is when they're doing that little argument there. They do something that I don't catch in a lot of movies. When, and I, I actually like that they did it. And I don't know if it's going to make sense, but I'm a weird little things kind of guy. When I'm watching that part, you can still hear the crowd talking in the background, even though they're talking. Most of the times, and most movies would drown out the background crowd so huh. you could fully hear. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. I know exactly what you mean. But either they had the uh, a low budget, or editing wasn't that good, or they left it in just to keep it like a real school. And I actually like that because 99% of movies would have drowned out that back part, and you would have been listening to just these two talk. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. I didn't even pay attention. Huh. I think that was intentional, just because of that you know, especially old school, you know, schoolyard fights. Mm -hmm. What they used to call like selling wolf tickets, something like that. I think that's the vibe they were going for. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I catch weird things because, uh, well, because I get high watching these movies. Uh, <laughs> 
Plus, we're professionals. It's a movie show, right? We've got to break down the cinematography and well, the lighting. <laughs> or I was just high and caught it. <laughs> Jesus, Buck. I'm trying to make you sound like a professional. I mean, professional sounds better, but let's be honest. I was fucking stoned and I caught it. That's what happened. Um, but I, I did watch it back and I was like, man, that really kind of added something to that scene that, you know, you almost had to listen to what they were saying, just like you would if you were sitting at the table. Yeah. You know, you'd have to listen over people to try to listen to what they're saying. So I don't know. It just made that part of the movie a little more real for me. And I, I enjoyed what they did there intentional or not. I thought it was a good part of the movie. Um, but let's see, let's keep going a little bit here. Yeah, they uh they did kick kick kids ass. And the uh and the big security guard at the school took him away. Now, there's your number two reference, by the way, of NYPD Blue. That security guard has actually been in an episode of NYPD Blue also. Um and right on to the third one, this principal, Edith, uh Edith, blah 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 blah. Edith Fields was also in an episode of NYPD Blue. Three references in this movie. Three tie-ins in this movie. And I was nervous because wow. I figured this was before NYPD Blue started. I was nervous, but I found three. <laughs> hey, three. the great ones always find a way, Box. Absolutely. The one I recognized right away was uh, Clifton Powell, though. I, I he, he has a... His voice pattern, his voice yeah. itself, and his look. He... <laughs> he looks like Eddie Murphy doing an impression for some reason. I don't know why. He does have a really... <laughs> yeah, you get it. They do look like they should be related somehow. He does have a, an Eddie Murphy look to him. And uh, I, I look, I know people who have actually mistaken him for Charlie Murphy before, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm like, no, no, no. That's I'm... Clifton Powell. I, I've known who he is. We always know some of the weird actors on this show, and I think that's good because, you know, just all the TV shows that we watch and all the weird shit all of us watch. Yeah. But uh, uh, they did get uh, Stab and Kid got brought into the principal's office, and <laughs> Stab didn't give a shit about anything. Even when he said his mother was dead, Stab was still rolling his fucking eyes. <laughs> hey, true heel. I actually loved it. <laughs> I actually did too, but uh, basically, this is another little subplot to the movie. Uh, not even a subplot; it's kind of the plot, part of the plot of the movie. Um, he, they said they were going to have to contact his parents, which means they're going to have to get a hold of his dad. So, this is a big part of the movie, actually. Now that I think about it, because he wants to go to this party, but he knows eventually he's going to get a phone call. And he's got to try to keep his dad away from getting the letter or phone call. Now, uh, let me ask you guys. Did that happen to you back in the day? Was that a thing? The school would actually send a, a letter by mail if uh, you got in trouble to the uh, got in trouble at school? No, if I got in trouble, it was an immediate phone call. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. My trouble was wasn't... My trouble was never noteworthy. It needed to be dealt with right away. <laughs> they needed to verbalize that to somebody. You know what they would do? You know what they would do at least at least here in the school that I went to. They would um they would give you a note to take home, but they would call your parents anyway. So if you don't give your parents that note, yep. you're extra fucked. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Ah, so it's like, yeah, they, they, it. they gonna get you, they gonna get you one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it wasn't an automated message. It was like teacher calling parent oh, yeah. message. Yeah. yeah. It was an actual call. <laughs> yeah. It was, let me tell you what your son did. <laughs> uh huh. They be looking at you, especially if it was a black pop, black man. They be looking at you the whole time they on the phone, <laughs> just like Robin, Bob, Robin you know Harris. <laughs> just like Robin Harris in this movie was doing. Yeah. That note hit the floor. That note hit the floor. He was like, "Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on." But uh, the tart. No, not you, man. <laughs> oh my head. All right, where were we here? Okay, I was sorry, I was taking a sip of beer there. I'll get another one in a minute. Here we go. And uh, he does, before this all happens, he gets a call from Martin Lawrence, Bilal, Bilal. I don't know. They change his name throughout this movie. <laughs> Clearly, when they get out of the car, at one point, Play calls him B-Love. Well, that was his DJ name. True. <laughs> you know, kid was Chris, Play was... Peter, so Bilal was B-Love. All right, whatever. I'll give it to him. But he gets a call from uh, Bilal. 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 <laughs> Box, you, I mean, you had that uh, clip? Which one? Uh, the Robin Harris when he's actually trying to pronounce the man name. <laughs> I, I that, that pretty much about. sums it up. You got to I probably you have it. it. I probably I have it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I probably have it. Let's see here. Uh, and here, well, here's the call from, here's the call real quick. I don't know why that didn't pull up right. Here we go. Let me unmute, and here we go. Yo, yo, what's up? Kid, have you talked to Play? Look, I've been calling his house, and ain't nobody answering the phone. Man, he was supposed to come over here and pick me up. Nah, man, I haven't talked to him. Yo, man, I'm really sweating this pink slip from school. If my pops finds out I got in trouble in school today, I'm definitely going to be on punishment. Man, you still worrying about that? Look, if you ain't got a letter yet... Yo, then they probably gonna call your house after five. That's when they expect your parents to be home. I know. Shit. But, but what do I do? Look, just leave the house and don't come back till after the party. That's all. Wait a minute. I still gotta get dressed. I can't come to the set stinking. Man, just throw some brood on and meet me at the party, hey? Chris, get off the phone and come down here. Yo, yo, I got a jet, man. I'll see you tonight. All right, man. Peace. You know what the part where he's trying to pronounce his name is actually right before this, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Give me a sec, I'll get it. I can back yeah. up. That's not a problem. Yeah, but little things like that, man. Just like it's a small thing, but like little scene like that. Anybody else, it would have been a scene. Robin Harris made it stand out. Oh yeah, of course. I've always wondered why. Uh, why Martin Lawrence had a slippery when wet thing. It's a Bon Jovi album, man. <laughs> it's actually I, I, I grew up with a girl from my neighborhood she became a stripper and that was her stripper name slippery slippery when wet damn yeah damn that damn was telling that, right. that was telling you something <laughs> right there um anyway <laughs> let's go ahead and play this clip i was asked to play here we go hello hello be loud whatever your name is what you want <laughs> Yeah, it's for you. I'll take it upstairs. Oh, God. Just see that, like, <laughs> ten-second scene. Hilarious. Oh, no, you <laughs> gotta play the punchline. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You missed the punchline. Oh. <laughs> Shit. I did, didn't I? Yeah. All right, here, I'll back up a little bit. Here we go. Hello? Bilal? Bilal? 
Whatever your name is, what you want? Here, it's for you. I'll take it upstairs. Right. Now, why don't folks name that boy that African name? No one ain't from Cleveland. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. God damn, you're right, man. Little, th- just seconds. All about camera use. <laughs> yeah, you know, what's that uh, famous quote from JR, like, all about maximizing your minutes? Yeah. That's what Robin Harris did. Like, every time he was on camera, he made sure he would hit you with something, even if it was a quick, whether, not even just what he said, facial expressions. I feel like that's an underrated part of acting that a lot of people don't understand. Just facial reactions and just your expressions. You could tell a story without even opening your mouth. And with him, I believe his performance was so strong because... I know that he ad-libbed some parts, but I wonder if he actually rewrote a lot of what was given to him. You yeah. know, because to me, that seems like a line that wasn't given to him. I think that was all on him. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. That Well, they you know they even say in IMDb that he did improvise a lot of his lines, and I wasn't even going to play this scene, but this is another, you know, the scene where he wants to hang out with his son. You can tell, you know, he's just that tired, but he wants to hang out with his boy, but here we go. Let's- Chris! Don't tie up the telephone tonight talking to your little friends. I'm expecting a call for some overtime. Okay, Pop. Uh, there's a party tonight at Place. I mean, Peter's house. Can I go? On a school night? I'll make sure I'm back before curfew. Oh, man. I had plans for us tonight. I read a couple of videos. Dolomite. You like Dolomite, don't you? You grew up on it. All right. I guess you gotta go, you gotta go. But after you finish your homework, no problem, Pop. No problem. Well, what's wrong with you? I don't like Dolomite. Way down in the jungle, deep. Badass line. Step on the signal. All right. For those of you that don't know what in the hell Dolomite is, they were old 70s. Hell yeah. Rudy Ray Moore. Rudy Ray Hell Moore. Yeah. They were. I believe what they're called now is black exploitation films. Black exploitation, <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, they are. And he was basically a badass pimp. <laughs> yeah, he was the original badass motherfucker, Dolomite. Yes, he oh, yeah. was. Yes, he was. I've actually seen. I've actually seen one of those. They're hilarious, dude. <laughs> All you can do is laugh at those movies, but yeah, that's what those were. And it just again, Robin Harris just. Anything he says just comes out perfectly. And I don't know if either one of you saw it. There's actually a great documentary that came out a little over 10 years ago. We don't die, we multiply. Robin Harris story. It's a good one. I'll I got to check that out. That out. Yeah, it has, a lot of, it has um, a lot of interviews with like uh, Robert Townsend, uh, Bernie Mac, Cedric the Entertainer, a lot of uh, never-before-seen clips from his uh, stand-up act. It's mm. good, good documentary. Nice. Well, let's play a little more Robin Harris just because we're talking about it. Sure, now, Dad. Every TV station. Cut the television off. Coming through the damn walls. And much, much more. I got to get the fan fixed. So hot in here last night. I swore I saw the devil sitting in the living I played that for a couple of reasons. One, we get the commercial. Uh, yes. This this commercial, I will play the other part of it, but there's another famous line from this 
this movie, a famous quote from this movie, the, uh, no, my brother, you got to get your own. <laughs> Dude, Anthony, I don't know if you were old enough at, at the time, but that movie, I mean, that commercial played on every single commercial break on BET. Because I, I swear, I have like vague recollections of that commercial. Like as a kid, yeah. I remember this commercial. Like to think the background, I'm like, obviously I know the songs, but that commercial, I'm like, I've seen this commercial somewhere before. And it was constantly on BET, so much to the point where people were putting it in, they were referencing it on rap songs, on sitcoms. Obviously, they played it a bunch of times, as many times as they played it in this movie alone. That tells you how often that commercial ran on BET. So that little uh, little one liner from a. Harris over there was probably like legit like that commercial that was his way of saying that commercial on all of that thing yeah exactly I turned the TV off I remember going to school man people would say hey can I borrow a pencil no my brother <laughs> you gotta get your own <laughs> <laughs> God damn it was drilled the into it. turn off the TV is coming through that damn wall <laughs> <laughs> That's real, man. It played constantly. Uh, it did. It did. Um, all right. Yeah, but we, I remember that line, though. Oh, don't worry. I'm I, I, 99% sure I have it. If not, I will make sure it gets played. Um, but, yeah, now we go down. And, obviously, we remember uh, Kid is worried about the letter and or phone call getting to his house. So he's uh, still trying to figure out a way to get to this party now. He runs downstairs to get the door, and the phone rings, and his dad is down there. So he's trying to grab the phone, and his dad tells him, no, 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 you get the door, I'll get the phone. And it's the letter. And here we go. And just like I said, he saw that letter hit the goddamn ground before anybody else did. So here we go. Answer the door, I'll get the phone. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, wait, what's up? Oh, man. I sure depend on that old time. Huh? Uh-huh. Come on, in the background, by the way. Target something. Shit. You fixed it. Oh, man, I wasn't talking to you. Crazy mop head boy, man. Cut his hair off. Looks like a young tree stump walk around here. Uh-huh. But what's old James up to? Yeah. Yeah, hey, look, let me call you back later. I got something I got to take care of. Can you explain this? Huh? He called mom out of name. <sighs> well, don't you think it's been long enough? I am sick and tired of you using your mother for an excuse every time you get in trouble. I wasn't trying to use her as an excuse. Then why are you tell me about this when you first got home? Why are you trying to hide? By the way, I do have to say, in this scene... Robin Harris looks high as a motherfucker. <laughs> he might have been. His might've eyes been. are closed in this scene. Um, does anyone remember what what did he die of? By the way, uh, as far as I know, a heart attack. Just a sudden heart attack. I believe so. Uh, yeah, it was a heart attack. Yeah, nah. dying to sleep. Oh. Well, shit, if you're going to I mean, go. if you look at it, he never looked like he was in great shape, great condition. He he looked, he actually looked much older than he actually was. 
Yeah, he was only, uh, let me see, pull it up real quick. He was 36 when he died, actually. Ain't that oh. crazy? Look at that man. He oh, looks much older than that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> so he was 36 when he died. That means he probably was, what, 34, 35 when he actually filmed this. But like you said, he always looked like, man. To look at this movie without looking him up, you would think he was in his mid forties, early fifties. Early fifties, yeah. I would think early fifties exactly, man. Yeah, he just looks. Yeah, man, he looks tired. Listen to the way, like I mean, and it's all it's it, it all kind of adds to the charm of his delivery. But he always sounds like he's struggling to talk, struggling to catch, oh. to, you know, to find his breath. You know what I mean? Yeah, thirty six. He was in bad shape. Thirty six. You're just starting to live life, man. I mean. Jesus. Anyway, I don't even want to think about that. 36 years old, that's just way too young to go. Yeah, still a but, baby. Yeah, let's get uh, let's get more more of the scene down here. I didn't think it was that important. Oh, you didn't? Your school thought it was important. You know what? You're going to spend your night tonight thinking about your priorities after you finish your damn homework. That's what you're going to do. Remember, you said I could go to the party. All them hoods you got in trouble with today is going to be at that party. And you don't need to be getting yourself in no more trouble. It's not going to be that type of crowd. Look, all my friends are going to be there. I don't give a damn if Marvin Gaye going to be there. You won't. <laughs> you understand? You don't know how to act no way. The last time I let you go out, you didn't come in until it was time for me to go to work. Look, Pop, if you let me go out this time, I promise I'll be back before curfew. Listen, it'd be different if Peter Paris is going to be there. I wouldn't mind you going to the party. But they ain't. They work nights just like I do. Matter of fact, the more I think about it, them folks are going out of town. You can't think y'all slick, don't you? Oh, no. Every little step you take will be around this bedroom tonight. You can believe that. You're not yeah. going nowhere. <laughs> you got that so reference too, how about Which one? Oh, Which man. reference? Did you get it out of box? Which one? Every little step you take, one. No. Tell think me. about it for it was, a sec. It, it was a pretty odd song. Well, I mean, the police. Song. Yeah, Bobby Brown. Oh, yeah, every little. St- I'm not gonna sing, no, <laughs> but I, I, I just I want to comment on on the performance that Robin Harris put on right okay, there. Man. Okay, for me that was the realest performance in that movie because again, man, it's it's uncanny how much his role reminded me of my best friend's father. Just the whole attitude and everything. Like he loved his son. My my best friend, his father loved him, but to hear him talk to him. It's like there was so much aggression that it seemed like he hated him, but everything was just out of love. Like my best friend was, he could come off a little cocky, a little arrogant sometimes. I remember just sitting there one day, his father was just staring at him and we were kind of quiet for a second. And his father just said, you think you hot shit, don't you? (laughs) Like just for no reason, (laughs) completely unprompted. And I swear, dude. The way that he looked, the way that he sounded, it was 1,000% Robin Harris. <laughs> yeah. It was real. And, you know, I, I found a, the one ironic line I heard in this movie was the fact that he mentioned Marvin Gaye. You know, Marvin Gaye was killed by his father, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a yeah. that's kind of an ironic line to say to a son. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if that line was in there for that reason, you know, as a threat. But that's kind of how I took it. <laughs> no, no. But honestly, another thing I like to point out about that performance is I like how it kind of laid the groundwork for the rest of the movie because it did a lot of foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. If you really pay attention to what he was talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. 
I don't know if you're going to play the part too, but I think in this, in this speech right here that we're just listening to, uh, he said another very real thing that, that parents sometimes say or something similar when, you know, sometimes a, a parent can be frustrated with their child and they'll say something that might, that will come out a little hurtful, but it's real and you mean it, but you don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I, I will play the rest. Here we go. I, I backed up a bit, but here we go. Matter of fact, the more I think about it, them folks are going out of town. You can't think y'all slick, don't you? Oh, no. Every little step you take will be around this bedroom tonight. You can believe that. You're not going nowhere. You're gonna make me a social misfit. Boy, I'm trying to make you a responsible person. But I am too responsible. Listen, get your act together. Keep your mind on them books and off them gals. Because you mess around and make the same mistake I did. There it goes. Look, there, I'll, yeah, that, yeah, telling your son he was a mistake, that's not a good idea either. Yeah, man. I mean, a parent talking to their, to their teenager, they can get to that point where you just want to help them, but you let them know, like, look, I fucked up. <laughs> like, I wasn't trying to bring you into this world, but it happened. And, you know, I'm right. trying to make mm-hmm. sure you're okay. So it's hurtful, it's real, and it's set out of frustration. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, but it's just one of those things where it's just like, you know, I love you. You are a blessing to me. But at the same time, I had you at a time where I wasn't mature enough to handle that type of responsibility. And I don't want you to go through the same shit. That's all that's I'm trying the, to tell you. That's the, re- that's the responsible, reasonable way to say it. But in the heat of the moment. Yeah, it's going to come out like out yeah, saying some shit like I didn't want you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It well, would have been funny if they had to just stopped it there and went to the next scene. Yeah, kid well, would have been sitting there looking depressed. Yeah, hey, he did. I really he, like how they played it, man. It, it's Mad Robin Harris. He played the fuck out of that role, man. Yeah, well, you know I just what? can't praise him enough for it. Let's yeah, we have to take back our little statement about the acting being terrible because he's really kind of like proven early on in this movie that he, you know, got some chops. Yeah, I mean, there's a few, but I mean, you know what? Let's go ahead and hear him talk his way out of that one. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. Got a lot of pressure. I'm sorry, okay? But you ain't going to that damn party. It's all good. I don't give a damn what you say. Show me love. Put him right back. Show me love. Tear him right back down. <laughs> and that's exactly what he did. But, uh. uh back when parents were parents, huh, Box? Yeah, exactly. But, uh, finally we go, and Martin Lawrence is waiting outside for uh play and he pulls up with a girl in the car now the only movie other movie i recognize this girl from is the principal do you remember that movie bobby uh was that uh jim belushi yes or am i thinking okay okay that's the one she was she was in that movie I know she's been in a bunch more things, and I've actually seen her on a few TV shows. I've actually seen her on CSI Miami and stuff like that. But uh, the movie I remember her from is The Principal. So, you know, that's that's just where I, I don't know. <laughs> that's just where I remember her from. But uh, we can go ahead and play a little bit of this clip of uh, right here. We see again, I said that uh, <laughs> uh, play is sort of a player. And he goes to pick up, you know, Martin Lawrence, and he's just throwing his shit in the car. And- oh, yeah. Bobby, I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you no, off. No, go Bobby, ahead. Bobby. 
did the did that scene kind of break your heart a little bit? Because you know, coming from the music industry, I knew you was just like you thing, felt Martin's pain. You know what's funny? I knew that you were gonna ask me because as I was watching it, like I rewatched it today. As I was watching it, I was cringing. I'm like, oh no! I mean, you know, I used to be a deep before anything else. I was a DJ. Mm. You know, so that was killing me. <laughs> well, no respect for the records, for the for the speakers. I was like, damn. No, and here here you go, Bobby. I'll, I'll make you relive it. Here we go. No, leave it. You tear my shit. Just, no, <laughs> no, don't. Shit, what the? Leave. Just leave it alone. No, don't. Hey, please leave it alone. Just leave it. I do. Uh, by the way, if I'm not mistaken, those speakers look awfully, uh, uh, an awfully lot like some Serwin Vegas. Ooh. I think they might be. I don't know if you remember the old Serwin Vegas, the big, oh, tall speaker. Oh, I remember yeah. they had. I remember them. I had them. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, I had some Serwin Vegas in the in my room back in the day. I could shake the house. <laughs> but uh, I'll play a little bit more of this. Leave it alone! Hey, hey, I'm, hey. There it is. We got it. We in. Now, there ain't no room. Where am I supposed to sit? She gonna walk. She, get out. She's gonna walk. Uh, no, she's gonna walk. She can fit. Try no. the other side, man. No. You can no. get in right over. Play. Play. Excuse me, woman. Yes, baby. I don't even appreciate how you're treating me. I'm real sorry, babe. I do appreciate the way you look, though. <laughs> no, 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 don't touch Don't touch it. And, and, and I got to say this about play, man. Like, like I said, acting wasn't like Academy Award winning worthy or anything like that. But he does play a convincing asshole, but he does it with a level of charm to a point where you can't hate him entirely. He play you, you can tell he's a dick, but you can tell like he's a he's an engaging one, if that makes sense. <laughs> I just I love how he always found an opportunity to keep a to keep a girl on the hook. <laughs> you know, you gotta appreciate that. Yeah, it didn't matter what the situation was, man. He's... <laughs> hey, hey, he don't leave nothing on the table. I love it. Right. Let's play a little more here. I run this stuff over to my crib and be right back for you. Be right back. Be right. Kiss my ass. You want to take my equipment and leave me? No. No. I ain't going for it. No. What else can I do? Kick that bitch to the curb and let me ride with my equipment. I'm the DJ, man. Bitch? Who are you calling a bitch? Your mama's a sorry bitch. Hey, my mama ain't no bitch. If I'm a bitch, your mama's a bitch. Hey, I'll kick your ass. Hey, I'll fight a girl. All, all right, right, all right. All right, all right, all right. All right. Listen, man, my listen, man. I can't do that. It would be too cold. Besides... She's packed in here real good. No, 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 no. You know what, man? I fucked up today. I fucked up. Oh, I owe you one, and I'll be right back for you. No, right back. <laughs> no, no, you ain't. No, you ain't. Okay, Wait, okay. I keep talking about your asses. Don't do that shit. Play. Don't play. Don't. I oh, man. Don't do that. Play. Play. Don't drive off. Play. I'm gonna say it calmly, cause maybe I was hollering. Play, don't play. <laughs> play. I love you. Play. Play. I love play. you. Play. <laughs> what I mean. See what I mean about Martin finding his voice in this flick? Because it's just like he came a long way from what's happening now. Like, right. It's like night and day. Like when I see him on like reruns of that show, it's just like I feel like I'm watching a completely different person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He found his voice. He found it. Like I said, he found his whole character from this show, this movie, it seems like. Yeah. So, 
But uh, now we get the girls. Teacher Campbell goes up, and this is where we see Clifton Powell for the first time. And once again, that goddamn commercial is playing. I can't believe it, but goddamn, here we go. Black people don't go to a party no 8 o'clock. That's right. I'm coming. At the party, why you gonna bring a girl with you? Comparable Dale <laughs> and much, much more. This is a fantastic album, man. Let me borrow it. No, my brother, you've got to buy your own. Come on, girl. <laughs> well, there we go. There's man. the line, the famous line. Yeah. God damn. And and man, it did this scene honestly was a quintessential. Uh, if you grew, especially if you grew up in the projects, this was a quintessential scene from the Kool Aid. To like five, six people in one room. <laughs> just, well, it was just, <laughs> if you if, if you foreshadow in this movie a little bit, when they go back to the apartment at night, everyone's in the same spot. Exactly. <laughs> no one on the couch looking. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, that's, the big guy. It's kind of sad if you that, really think about it. It is. I mean, the big guy moved from there to the kitchen. You know, he had to get the Dick Gregory. Yeah. But, <laughs> and honestly, I don't know, I forgot that guy's name, but he's been in a few things too. I know he was in um Hollywood Shuffle with uh Robert Towns and the oh Keen and Ivory Wayne. Damn, going way back. And um, a few other things, oh, but no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody seems to know what happened too. to him. Uh, I forgot his name too. I don't know, but yeah, kind of looks like Big Worm. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's not him. No, face on. No, but, uh, yeah, and, you know, the, the girls are out there talking, as usual, like girls do in this part of the movie. And uh, let's see, we move on a little bit. We can move on a little bit. But, God, uh, by the way, God damn, is that little kid pouring some sugar in that Kool-Aid? Uh, hey, it's the only way to drink it. That's how it's done. <laughs> I think you put the whole bag in there. Oh, uh, oh, real quick, I'm sorry. Uh, it was uh, Lou B. Washington. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff, man. And, yeah. All right. Every it, it's it's amazing. You see these people and you're like, holy shit! I, and then you look them up and you're like, one hundred and eighty two credits, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, kid finally sneaks out of his house, no matter what. Even though his dad is sitting there sleeping, he does finally get sneaks out of his house and. Um, Let's see. What's the other scene that I went to? Right. Yeah, so, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bob. No, I'm, Bob. The, the next scene I go to is when Plague finally comes back to get Bilal, and it's dark, and the car is still full. Because <laughs> yeah. he went home, dropped, put everything. He got changed. dressed the whole night. Oh, he's back in a nice, you know, he's got blue pants on, turquoise blue pants on. He's got a yellow jacket. Looking good. Looking good. And Martin just sitting there looking so disgusted. I loved it. <laughs> well, let's play it. Be loved. Yo, busted. So, cuz, bet you thought I caught you out there, but I came as promised. I ain't going. What do you mean you ain't going? Look, read my lips. Look, I've been waiting on the porch an hour just to tell you I am not going. Man, you're just a little upset. But Man, do you know, th this is why I'm DJ for free. Because niggas don't be appreciating shit. I don't appreciate nothing? No. I don't appreciate no, nothing? No, you don't. Man, take a look at that car. Take a look in that car. It's too many for me to handle. They all go to the party. And all they asked about was, who's the DJ? That's right. So I brought them over here so you could get the jump start before the other brothers. Yeah. Is that supposed to convince me? 
Ladies, B loves in the ass. Ew, dragon breath. Who you talking to? <laughs> and that is another thing throughout the movie, his breath. <laughs> his breath. Martin Lawrence got some stank breath, according to this goddamn movie. But, um, you know, he does. And the next scene I had to play, because this is where the cops go up to to Kid. And, of course, the first line, hey, erase her head. <laughs> yeah. Which isn't the first time in this movie he gets called erase her head, by the way. Yeah, yeah, actually, uh, Play calls me Razorhead. But we also see in the scene before, Play is a smooth talker. Very smooth talker. Not only with the ladies, but with everybody. I mean, you know, especially the way he talks to Martin Lawrence in that scene. You can just see he's the smooth talker. But uh, let's go ahead and play this real quick. The cops roll up on Kid for walking down the street. Hey, erase her head. Where are you going? Why do you want to know? Hey! We'll ask the questions, you answer them. Yes, sir. You want to check them for ID? We're out of donuts. What? Oh, Jesus. Let's go. Hey, you! You watch yourself, you understand? Because we are. Obviously a shot at the cops. But uh, a funny one. A funny yeah. one. That 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 was actually a funny line. We ran out of donuts, but uh, right after that, he's walking away, and a jeep almost hits him. And of course, it's the guys from Full Force, <clears throat> and he drops something, and it's it's his rhymes. But he does pick him up. He picks up his rhymes and he runs. And <laughs> all right, fuck it, I'll play it. He runs and he jumps a fence and he ends up seeing. Something I don't think he wanted to see. It's a really heavy guy doing a doing a girl, and it's just funny. I know you can't see his face. But yeah, go ahead, Anthony. No, no, it's just one of those. It's it's funny, but it's an awkward scene all at the same time. It is, it is, it is. But here we go. Yes, baby. Yes, yes. Uh, Who's pussy is this, baby? Who? Who's pussy, baby? Yes. Oh, you fine motherfucker. Oh, shit. Fine motherfucker, you. Come here. Give me that pussy. Oh, shit. Oh, right there. Oh, right there. Oh. Let me, let me see. Wait, wait. Look, let me see. Yes. Yes, baby. Right there. He's grabbing a yes. gun right now, yes. by the way. Yes, baby. There you go. And he starts shooting. The cops hear the shooting, but they're eating donuts. So, you know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you just saw a reenactment of a box man. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, in that scene right there, going for the gun, multitasking. I would have hit my target, goddammit. Uh, <laughs> Speaking but, of hitting the target, I guarantee if you ask that actor what his favorite movie role was, mm-hmm. he would have to say hands down this one. Oh, I would imagine. I would imagine. That was a... Uh, and again, that brings back where, you know, like you were saying earlier, Bobby, you know, these guys are really safe rappers. And this yeah. movie is just 
not what you yeah. would think of these characters and way you know. out of character for what you would imagine yeah. from kid and play after listening to their music right. kid and play kid and play was a type of rap group that at the time when they were putting out their albums parents were okay with them right <laughs> you, you know parents actually liked kid and play yeah you can almost say the same thing about full force too they played the heavies in his mood but they played they basically did r&b music yeah the they pretty part. much did r&b yeah yeah yeah, basically that's what they were. But uh, right at that scene, so he's running again from full force, and play drives right past him. And even even Martin Lawrence is like, was that kid? And he's like, oh, they're in no room anyway. So they keep driving. Because, <laughs> goddamn, there is no room. He's right about that. But, <laughs> but right at that point is when... Uh, Play jumps a fence, another fence, and he ends up at a party. And this is where George Clinton comes in. And uh, I got to play this. I like George Clinton, actually. Uh, not just his acting, but he, his, his music is always great. Hell yes. I, a lot of his music. I love a lot of it. You know, some of it's a little, some of it gets weird. But uh, he's got a song, Playboy, a long time ago, put out an album. And he had a song on that album too. There were some dirty songs on that album. What I mean, one song was called like "Fuck My Ass" and <laughs> shit like that. It was like Jesus Christ. I have it somewhere. If I looked in my, if I looked on my hard drives, I could find that album. That's a nice choice of words there to follow that box. The hard drive. Ah, <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. Huh? Catch that. All right, here yeah. we go. Let's let's play a little bit of George Clinton. Full force comes through at this point right now. Um, but George Clinton does get to a uh, little, little scratching, and we'll uh, let's play that too right now. guys from full force come through i'm gonna play the rest because the line is coming up but uh you know i'm gonna play the line right hell yeah of course better got to but i gotta explain what's going on the guitar meant full force was coming up and uh stab starts choking him and this is where uh george clinton hits him over the head with a record and we get another classic line which me and my buddies used to say just always joking around so here we go I'm crazy, 
Great line, <laughs> fit perfectly, of course. But uh, I do need to mention that Kid does jump and knock down a guy, an older gentleman. And uh, this older gentleman will come back sometime later in the movie. We will bring that up. But, of course, the cops show up here. And <laughs> these cops are trying to get everyone to press charges but the people don't want to press charges. They just want to go on, get along with, go on with their night and not give a shit. Cops are pissed because, of course, the cops in this movie are racist cops because it's the 90s. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the speech this guy gives, this one cop, is absolutely hilarious and it has to be fucking played. But uh, again, <laughs> let's let's just let's, let's just do it. They're not going to talk. Nope. They're not going to. They're not going to press charges. Nope. You perpetrators were very lucky tonight. Apparently, these people aren't going to press charges. So you're going to get up, go home, and go to bed. But before you do, I want you to repeat after me. What? I am. What? <laughs> I am. Come on, what's feeling? I am. Somebody. Somebody. Really? <laughs> this is ridiculous. All right, that's good. Now get up and go home. Beat it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yo, hey, 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 let him go. You go that way. All right. So there you go. Remember, folks. <laughs> yeah, the box to kind of give you credit earlier. I'm I, in this scene alone. I actually like how they um keep the background noise in because it really adds to uh, the scene and makes it more authentic. Yeah, they just they it really really does. Like you have you hear people in the background with the little comments, and then you know, like I said, it makes it feel real. Yeah, yeah. Again, I'm not sure if it was it, it just just their editor was just like fuck it, leave it in, or if it was purposely left in. But, uh, yeah, it, it does. It does add. It makes you feel like you're in the scene almost. So, I don't know. But uh, I am. Yeah, gave him the Jesse Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I am somebody. Well, yeah, well, we, at least he didn't call it Jaime Town. That's a good thing, at least. But um... <laughs> One thing that I, another thing I like about this movie, especially with the cops, because, I mean, yeah, obviously – supposed to not like the cops they're they're obviously assholes mm -hmm. but they gave the cops enough humor to even make them likable you know what i mean yeah yeah well they were they they were the funny idiots yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. this movie made the white cops funny idiots and i yeah. have no problems with that because they were hilarious <laughs> yeah. yeah and to kind of like tie everything together i like how like in a sequel uh they kind of all everybody kind of came together and like all his enemies from the first one. He wound up being, being his buddies in the end. Right. Right. I haven't seen the second one in a long time either. I need to check. I I, I probably need to do a house party collection night. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Well, maybe even a day tomorrow's Sunday. I mean, hell. But yeah. uh, you never know. We'll see. We'll see. 
But uh, now we finally get to the party. And damn, the party is... I would love to be at this fucking party. Probably get my ass kicked, but who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> nah, you'd probably be brew somewhere passed out. <laughs> oh, I'd be just drinking. Trust yeah, me, believe it or not, <laughs> I've, I've walked into parties like this. No no lie, I have. Where oh, you the party crasher, huh? No. I've been invited to parties like this before. Hmm. Uh, I don't know why. I just, I don't know. But uh, play finally shows up at the party. Finally, he is there. Um, but I do want to play because this is where we finally get to see John Witherspoon and his character come out. And I could definitely see this being a, a pretty much like everything he said being improv because yeah. this man, I mean, obviously, you know, John Witherspoon, I don't know if anyone doesn't know who this guy is. Holy shit, where have you been? Uh, the Friday movies. Um, what's the other one he's in that I absolutely... Boomerang. Yes. He's in Boomerang. Yeah. I am missing so many things by mentioning only two movies that I remember him from. That's too much to even name. Uh, yeah. Exactly. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not going to go through the IMDb because we'll be here for 20 minutes probably mentioning Another one, it's an obscure one, but uh, fun, funny enough, it was I think it was Martin's first starring role. It was a movie called Talking Dirty at the Dark. I've never seen that. I don't think I saw, I'm familiar with that. I'm familiar, but I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, I think I think yeah, we might have to get to that one night. It, it's, it's super obscure, but it's a funny movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah might have to. Uh, but anyway, let's play a little bit of this because, goddamn, this guy, another one who I think his delivery, the way he talks, his voice, yeah. all combines to make him one of the funniest guys ever in any part. He ever plays, even when he's being serious, you can just like see the co- like the the comedy oozing off him either way. Yeah. So, but here we go. Play a little bit of this. What the hell's going on here? Hey, shut up all that damn noise. This ain't Soul Train. Where's Don Cornelius with his fifth net? Hey, hey, hey! You shut up all that damn noise. I paid fifteen thousand dollars for this house. Who else is over there? Public enema? What's his name? Public enemy? Public enema? What the hell is a public enema anyway? Who will give a public enema? Walter. You want to pay, brother? You by yourself. What's wrong, brother? <laughs> that maybe that big waterhead you got. Hey! Shut up all this damn noise. Hey, baby. <laughs> yes, you have. Got some nice ones. Walter. <laughs> oh, baby, shut up. I'm just playing with the pills. You should come out and find out what she's eating. And maybe you can get you some. Uh, by the way, <laughs> just to just to tie this together, the woman he's in bed with right now is his wife in Boomerang. <laughs> yeah, you do know hey. that, right? Yeah. Yes. You want to? You want to? Uh, your mom belongs some more. Do it. She was actually on uh, a recurring character on Martin. Man, this movie has a lot of tie-in. A lot of tie-ins. That just, you know, didn't fit. But yeah, this the, the woman he's in bed with is his wife in the movie Boomerang. And uh, they I, up, yeah, I, w- I wish I knew that woman's name because I wanted to give her proper credit. But she's somebody else that pops up in a lot of uh, things. BB, I think her name is BB. Hold on a second. I got it. She had a very distinctive look, distinctive speaking voice. <clears throat> Let me find John Witherspoon. BB uh, Drake. Yes. Thank you, Buck. BB Drake. Mrs. Str- uh, yeah, Mrs. Strickland. Yes, Mrs. Strickland. So that is her right there. And yeah, that is, it's just, 
it's weird. You know, a few years later, they end up working together again. You know, while we're while we're still while we're talking about tie-ins right now, mm-hmm. I know we usually do trivia at the end, but yeah. I want to get this out now before I forget. Since we're talking about interesting tie-ins, sure. Kid and Play, their actual DJ when they performed, his name was DJ Wiz, mm-hmm. and in this movie, Martin is playing their DJ. He's not playing Wiz, but he's playing their DJ. Right. Kid and Play had a short-lived. Saturday morning cartoon, yes. which was based on the actual kid in play, which had their DJ, their actual DJ Wiz as a character. Kid in play did not do their own voices in the cartoon, but Martin Lawrence did the voice of DJ Wiz in that cartoon. Damn. Damn. Nice. We're breaking down some miles tonight. This movie, no, this movie really is a cult classic, and that there's a reason for it. I mean, just yeah. all these little tie-ins and you know things that happen later and characters working together still there's a lot of that shit in this movie and uh i guess since we're on the uh this little uh, t- uh trivia tip i do like the way how uh martin paid it forward a few years a few years later like once he was clearly the bigger star he had uh not play but he did have kid on the episode of martin sure i don't know did. if you remember that one yeah i like how he paid it forward like that that was pretty cool oh, didn't even know that i, don't, I didn't religiously watch that show so but uh let's play a little more because witherspoon is still going off here <laughs> hey y'all shut the hell up down here i got some for you man you stay right there you stay right there you're some bitch here what are you doing calling the police <laughs> these kids are driving me crazy with all this damn noise call them on yourself you the one making all the noise. I got the wrong number too, baby. Hold on one second. Oh, dance now with your big ass. Go <laughs> dance. <laughs> uh-huh. 911. Uh, like I said, you can tell. So. Go ahead, man. I'm just saying, like, you can just tell, like, that was clearly all him because it's just certain people have their own distinctive voice that nobody could write for. Right. So you can just tell that's all him. I wouldn't be surprised if the script just said, John Witherspoon says something. <laughs> you know, he just fills yeah. it in. Yeah, it it would work because that's not that wouldn't be a, that would not have been hard for him to do at all. But right. you uh, know, I think I think I mentioned this on an earlier episode that I was on before, but um, talking about Robin Williams when uh, when doing Mork and Mindy, they couldn't keep him under control, so it got to the point where everybody else's lines were scripted, and for his parts, it just said Robin says something. <laughs> you know, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably all they had to do. Um yeah. you know, we 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 get to the party a little bit and then after that we get to again a scene where full force is driving around and the cops are behind him and this is just another funny part that I feel like playing, so I'm gonna play it. Fuck it. These cops keep sweating us, man. They always fucking with us, they're always fucking with us. <laughs> Look at this, fellas. Look, this is not right. We're nervous, we're tense, we see cop cars following us and we just go to pieces. This ain't us. This ain't the way, man. But you know, I know there's a reason behind all of this. Yo, yo, and I know what the reason is, man. All cause some faggot, head like a rocket, stick your finger in a socket, punk motherfucker named Ted. That's who I'm talking about. Yo, I'm telling you, man, ever since this fool came into my life, 
I can't do nothing but see him, man. I mean, I mean, I be alone with my woman sometimes, and I'm damn near about ready to wax that ass, and all I can do is vision this fool, man. Word? Word. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about you. But I know when it comes to my dick action, all I can think about is the pussy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you think he was ever mental block or something? Yo, Pee-wee, you know what I mean. I was just joking. Yeah, I'm gonna drop your bozo ass like a bad cold. Why don't you just chill the fuck yo, out? Yo, 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 cool out. Got to stand behind me. I'm gonna put the serious bum rushing effect, and we in the house. I get it. Some fucking old we'll school slang, man. House in the party. Yeah, we'll make it like a real house yeah. party. We, we, we be housing shit. All right, we'll play a little more of him, obviously. Yeah, you can tell this is old school. $15,000 for a house? Man. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Hold on, man. All, all of you youngsters listening to this, man, I, I got to let you know, that's the slang that I grew up on, man. Mm-hmm. We, we about to put this bum rush cold in effect. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like a bad cold. I don't remember that one. That, That's how we used to talk, man. That whole scene was 90s slang. <laughs> that whole scene. Really, it was late 80s, honestly, because it was yeah. filmed. Yeah. Uh, late 80s, early 90s slang. That whole scene yeah. was right there. But uh, let's play a little bit more of John Witherspoon, and then we'll get to the next scene after that. There's no goddamn public enemy around here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Dirty, but he's one of those people that could be dirty, but he still knew how to clean it up. Because he's actually not real big on blue humor. If you listen to a lot of his interviews, he's not big on like being fil- being filthy for the sake of being filthy. Like like make sure you have some substance to what the uh, what you're saying. Right, right. He's real big on he's real big on substance. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people don't realize he started off as a serious actor, like a classically trained actor. If, if you can even imagine that coming from him, mm. you know, the, the comedy came later when he realized that it was just, it just came naturally to him. It was, he was just perfect for it. Right. That was where his money was. So he went to that, he went to that side. It definitely yeah. worked for him. It definitely worked for him. Um, we go back to the party a little bit and this is where we find out, obviously, between the two girls, the kid, kid and play have a little issue between the uh, the two girls in this movie, and uh, we find that out. They, you know, start talking about that. But another great line in this movie is about to come up, where one guy is drinking. I forget the name they use for this guy. Brew. What? I think it was a uh, brew. Brew. I think his name was Brew, and. Just he's in there. He's drunk as hell. And this line, I don't know how many times my friends used to say this shit right here. We'd be, we'd be doing shots and we'd, oh, this shit make your dick hard, cock diesel. <laughs> but here we go. Man, your liver gonna shrivel up like a prune. It's hot. Right. 
Come on, man. Come on. Some of this. Nah, 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 man. Yo, yo, you better slow down yourself, man. That monkey oil is gonna mess you up good. I tried to tell him, man. Kid, you my man, 50 grand and all. But I'm telling you, be going out on the sauce. But not down with this. This stuff here, it's your dick hard. Fucking cock. Dang! <laughs> yo, kid, man. Yo, do that dance stuff you was doing out there on the dance. All right. Yeah, that was Groove. Yeah. That was yeah. Groove from Groove Be Chill. Ah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I wonder yeah. why he had such a nice hat on. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and his career was uh, so damn. Was, was he like a one hit wonder, Bobby? Like, uh, well, was Chill, his career like Chill super lift? Chill was the one with the hat. But yeah, they were, I guess, I mean, I don't even know if you could consider. They had moderate success in that they're like, we didn't really have their songs in rotation on the radio here. I might have heard it once or twice. Uh, not during the day, but their videos played a lot. You know, they they kind of had a little bit of respect um, in the industry, you know, among their peers. But they just they never made it to be like a huge household name, like at the time, like Kid and Play or Heavy D or anybody like that. But exactly. they were they were pretty much known. Their producer Easy Moby went on to do some big things. Oh yeah, clearly yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, now we get a classic late 80s early 90s dance off and god damn it, it really again being a, a like i said this movie is so much fun to watch watching these fucking people still dancing like this and god damn house parties were like this back then weren't they <laughs> yeah. yeah now people sit on their phones drink and do and, you know smoke weed and shit and that's it yeah on their phone gangsta show up Gangsters show up and want to flex their muscles and, you know, it's not like it used to be. No, not at all. But this is where we get the, you know, they're they're kick-stepping each other. This is where the the famous, they do their famous dance. And I don't know, even even the two girls, man, Teacher Campbell and uh, AJ are kicking ass in here, too. (laughs) But uh, from that scene... We move on a little bit here. We're going to move on a little more to. Oh, what are we doing oh, here? Oh, oh. Uh, Fox, I got to ask you. Ask you both, actually. During the course of the dancing, you see a. Or it might have been later. You see a person that in a. They're all dressed in red. And I cannot for the life of me decide whether that was supposed to be a dude or a chick. You know what I'm talking about? Real skinny? They weren't in the background? Let's see if I can find them. I don't know if it was in this scene or when the or in the or in the uh, rap battle scene, but it was somebody. Every time I watch it, they always stick out to me, but I can't tell. <laughs> can't get a... Yeah, I don't know. I don't oh. know if it's the rap battle scene. We'll see, but I'm I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But of course, I said a lot of these scenes in here are Robin Harris, and of course, I kept the one here because he now knows Kid is gone, and he's pissed. I can't for him. He don't come home like he's supposed to. Boy, he must be out of his mind. He don't pay no bills around this house. Give him another minute, and that's it. What's wrong with this watch? <laughs> Man, don't take that down. Shit. I know where he at. I know where he at. And he's out the door. Yeah. Um, and in the exact same spot, his son got stopped. They show Robin Harris, and he gets stopped by the cops, but he handles it 
much better than his son does. Let's go ahead and keep going. What I like about this before you play it is that there's a line in here that I think Robin Harris actually uh, probably uh, improved, Mm -hmm. but it it was just a quick little throwaway line that explains something that probably nobody even really consciously asked. But go ahead and play it, and and I'll, I'll point it out after he says it. All right, here we go. Kill him, I should have never married that white woman. Hold it right there. There it goes. <laughs> ah. Yeah. I did not catch that. I married that white woman. <laughs> I did not catch that. But yeah, there we yeah. go. Yeah. All right, yeah. let's keep going. Here. Yeah, because Kid is actually biracial. biracial. Right, you know, right. And, and with him being so light-skinned and, and Robin Harris being so not, you know, it, it kind of just... Kind of just quickly answered that question. Yeah, it was an explanation no one ever even asked for. You're right. Yeah. Well, there you go. That good catch, man. Were you high too? <laughs> I don't do that, sir. Oh well, I'm sorry. Straight then, edge. Then I'll just then I'll just keep playing the, the uh, scene. As that. <laughs> hey, you. Where are you going? I'm going to mind my fucking business. That's where I'm going. Do you have a problem with that, officer? <laughs> Again with the questions. What is this? Jeopardy. No, it ain't Jeopardy. It ain't Monopoly either. And I ain't going to jail. Freeze! Freeze! Goddamn. You all sound like a set of bookends, man. Put your hands on top of your head. Stop. Lean back. I know why you stopped me. I know why. Because I'm a poor black man in a black neighborhood on a black block, and y'all just want to bust my black ass. No, no. You look suspicious. Ain't that a bitch? Yeah, you look suspicious, and you definitely look black. Turn around. Your wife likes it, old bitch. Hey, we're responding to a 415 disturbance in the neighborhood. You could be coming from that disturbance. That's why we stopped you. Man, the only fucking disturbance is you fuck with me. Hell, don't think I can't read no bad numbers, chump. Boy, and we're nasty. Yeah, I'll turn your ass in. Okay, that's enough, okay? <clears throat> What's your attitude, okay, pal? Ain't that a bitch? Go home. Fuck you. Officer, the goddamn law. Go. I'm not ready to go home. Go home, pal. Yeah. Go. You don't know who you're fucking with. I'm from a small town called Fresh Off a Cop's Ass. <laughs> you're making me homesick. Let me find that damn boy. He look like a That's from his stand up. Yes, it is. Sure. Yes, it he is. He looked like a whisper. <laughs> oh, that, and even the part that officer of the goddamn law that co- that also comes from his stand up. Yeah, a lot of the, like I said, I think he just threw a lot of this shit yeah. in. And believe it or not, one of those cops is actually a stand up on um, the uh, the short haired guy with the uh, dark hair. I knew I'd seen him somewhere. He's a stand up, and uh, I don't know about the dude that looked like Frazier. That. <laughs> I swear, I swear, for the longest time when I first saw it, I thought that was Frazier the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God. It, I don't think it was. No, probably not. Um, yeah, clearly wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, the next scene that I want to play is Martin Lawrence trying to spit game at this girl. And I don't, Again, this is just a funny scene I felt like playing. <laughs> But uh, he's dancing with a girl. He's got a slow song going, 90s slow song. And uh, I just wanted to play this because it's hilarious. So soft and cocky, like my hush puppies. 
so warm and fluffy like a buttermilk biscuit. Shoot. You made me want to squeeze tighter and tighter. Nah, nah, I ain't gonna lie. You make a motherfucker insane. Always and forever. Each moment with you. It's just like a dream to me. It's just like a dream to me. And you, that somehow came through. She's literally rolling her eyes. Chewing bubblegum and blowing bubbles while he's trying to spit game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. That's, that's, that's basically exactly how it is. There we go. But, um, so now we're going here and we got, uh, Sydney and Shireen, but right uh, there again, there's a little, they're not sure who wants who, who wants kid, who wants play, but, uh, the next scene I go to, of course, Full Force shows up at the party, of course, because that's what would happen in a regular movie, I think, anyway. Especially this one. So, let's play a little bit of that, and here we go. No challenge your fellas! Don't do it! What's the problem? Yo, there is no problem, man. No hoods allowed here at my party. Oh, hoods, huh? Yeah, hoods. That's right, man. What y'all going and rob a liquor store or something? Yo, man, want you to playing. I'm not playing, but fellas, if I would have known you were coming, I would have had metal detectors. Oh, oh, that shit is real funny. Yeah, real yeah. funny. Hey, yo, man, don't touch my body, oh, man. Oh, I hear that, big man. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right here. Hey, look at that, man. What your punk method stuck is, man. Hey, Zilla, you, you smell something, man? I definitely smell something out here. You smell something, Sam? I smell it. I smell it. I smell pussy. Yo, man, forget this, Forget man. him when he's... So, well, um, yeah. Um, well, well, I guess we would smell like pussies to a bunch of dicks. Shit. Yo, yo, he's cool. Yo, yo, forget this, man. I don't want to hang out with this sucker said no way, you understand? But what I would really like to do is hurt that punk kid standing behind you, you know? If he was any kind of real man, he'd come out here, step to me, and we squash this. That's right, punk. I tell you, let's get him when he's by himself, I told you. Come on, man. Come around, man. Hey, Stan, I'd really love to come out and play with you, but I'm a little busy right now with your girl on my lap. <laughs> Shit. You okay, man? You shoulder okay? <sighs> Talking tough behind a door. Talking tough behind the door. Uh, but yeah, again, if you don't know who Full Force is, look it up. These guys are, the, the, the two mainly are just goddamn beasts. Like fucking wrestler beasts. There's, there's like, I think they're, and they're all brothers. I think brothers and cousins. And I believe there's like six of them in the actual group. Oh, Jesus. Four to six of them. Yeah. Well, they get the bright idea to, uh, well, fuck it. I'll play it. I wasn't going to, but I will. The program I'm with. Whatever this is, I'm with this. Oh, I hear that. I hear that. We call bust their ass and they come running out the burning house. You got it, right? Burning house? Burning house. Hey, yo, uh, stand hold up for a second, man. I, I was just talking about going inside there and just kicking some fucking ass, not burning people up. Yeah, man, now you're going too far. <laughs> what is this? Y- y'all fronting on me? Wait, wait, wait. Mm, do I smell pussy? Yo, man, I ain't no huh? pussy, man. Yo, I mean, shut up. Squash that, man. Come on. What the fuck is wrong with him? Yo, come on. Come on, come on. 
Alright, so they get a can of gas and two baseball bats, and they do go try to set the house on fire, so as they're running out, they can kick all their asses. But guess what? The cops show up, and they get busted. Uh, but before that, we get the rap battle, and I will play that. I have to get it loaded up here, if you give me one second, because like I said, that, that was one of the scenes where I just couldn't hear it very well. So I went ahead and ripped it and then jacked up the volume of the voices. So give me one sec. Here we go. So let's go ahead and hear the rap battle. And uh, this should give me enough time to go take a piss. Uh. <laughs> and Bobby, you were right. It's six of them. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even realize how deep that catalog was looking, son. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Let's see yeah. how long we got the rap battle going on here. Y'all ready for the rap battle? Yes, sir. It's the P-L-A-Y, just here to say hi. Action you, may I tell you about the day I picked up a microphone, a pad, and a pen. The legend of the tramp begins the party host with the most, giving you a dose, see? Leaving instructions, so listen closely. Two lines form and make sure you step soon. Fellas at the back door, girls by the bedroom. The name is playing, don't dare play me cheap. The microphone is a broom and I'ma sweep you off your feet with feelings that you never felt. Another notch in the belt No secret, I like to freak with the best of them Then head to the stage in a test of men And when it's done and said and said and done Play's gonna be the victorious one Yeah, dope, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, I know. Man, give me that mic. Oh, you want some of this? Yo, it's my turn. I'm never fessing, possessing the tools that it takes to rock. I think it's time for the new kid on the block. With style is wild, yet so unique. I can't be stopped from reaching my peak because giving my all at all. That's how I gotta live. It's my prerogative. So you know I gotta give more for the dance floor. And I'll make your brain sore. Kids revving and buzzing just like a chainsaw. Well, look, you'll say, damn, man, that kid, he's a grand man. Because I bust a handstand on American bandstand. With these, I please with ease and make your mind freeze. Straight out the 80s right into the 90s giving you the highs and lows like a drama and if the mic got juice you know i'ma keep wailing you know i have you staring a while because the kid's much more than hair and a smile <laughs> that is the hype shit oh i see think you all that now yup and then some it's my party and I'll rhyme if I want to Be careful and don't you step to the front to diss Cause I'ma dismiss with a death kiss And make you sorry that you ever stepped to this microphone with it So come on, place your bet Is it gonna be me or erase ahead? Put your money on a sorry old poor thing Well, you can get behind a sure thing And that's me, the capital P on the high tip One false move and you'll get your ass whipped Just tell me how the rhymes and the cut sound You won't start feeling the pain till you touch ground Boy, you're going way out, I'm ready to serve you if you can stay out past your pop curfew, look at him. Already it has been. Let Uncle Play say a rhyme that'll tuck your ass in. Am I paid or what? But some kind of vibe. Crazy. Once again, the boy blows smoke by what he wanna be. But it isn't, it wasn't, and it ain't never gonna be possible. Cause I got lots of pull. And when you rhyme, ooh, there's lots of pull. When it comes time to step to a mic, I don't sit around. Play, you know I don't kid around. So come with it, boy. Don't even hide your best. Cause kids spell backwards describes your best. Look around, watch the people clap hands in unity. As the momentum swings from you to me. You issue the challenge, yeah, you threw it up. Step to the stage, too late, I blew it up. But now it's the bill, just filled with. Excellence. You heard the rhymes, you've been petrol ever since. There's no missing the words that I laid out. You didn't play, you just got played out. 
yeah. Anything y'all can do, I, I also can do, but I can also do it better. All right. So there's a rap yeah. battle for you. <clears throat> All right. And if I'm so, judging, uh, <clears throat> if yes. I'm judging, I'm giving the points to play on that one. What? I think play. Uh, yeah, I think play took that one, man. Play had to play had the harder punch lines. Uh, kid had a couple of punch lines. I think play had the better flow. Oh. I, I, I got to get a points to play. Come on, kid spells backward describes your best. That was great. It was okay. It was okay. You know, <laughs> stepped to the stage too late. I blew it up. That, that was good for the day, but you know, play 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 came harder and more consistent. Yeah, yeah, it was. Put it to you like this. Put it to you like this. By 2019 standards, play with a you know, play with a one easily. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, again, the main thing I noticed about this is the you know you got the language in the movie, the vulgar language, the vulgar scenes, and then these two do pretty much back to the what you know Bobby said before. You know, quoting Bernie Mac, "Happy rap." Mm-hmm. Yep. They didn't. They didn't go that hard at each other. They went friendly hard no. at each other and then hugged at the end. Exactly. Exactly. They didn't get too flagrant. You know, they weren't talking about, them, you know, fucking each other's, you know, girl or their mother. They didn't get too flagrant. It was a safe battle. That's how we used to do it, actually. We act, well, you know what? We would get a little more flagrant than that, you know, just playing around with friends. And it would still all be love. But they still did it the way that, that you know, they, they weren't trying to hurt each other. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Go ahead. What are you Anthony. saying, Anthony? No, uh, as far as like, you know, obviously kid and play, we've established that they were very kid friendly. But did you get a chance to watch that un- unsung documentary? I've seen. Yeah, I've seen a lot of material on them. Because they kind of like it kind of they kind of gave off the impression that, yeah, they were kid friendly. But yet when they would do that constantly on a roll on, on the on the road, I should say that they were a little more a little different. They kind of like push that envelope a little bit, especially play. I mean, I know that they... They implied it, basically. Well, you know what? Going with the territory, they did a lot of stuff on the road. A lot of drinking, some drugs. I know play was awesome. Drugs and, you know, a lot of groupies. A lot of groupies. (laughs) So, so all that goes with the territory. You know? But their music was still, you know, I mean, they, they still, they weren't trying to act like they were something that they weren't with their music on, on in their shows you would get you got what you would expect from kid and play it's just that they kind of lived a, a little bit uh, a little bit wilder life between yeah. shows <laughs> yeah you probably would have to i mean although like you said the you know the groupies the groupies the groupies they probably had a lot back then man yeah 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 this was coming i mean up. The fat boys had groupies. If the fat boys had groupies, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I guess like between the two, who, who do you think did the best? You say play. What as, as as far as the groupies? Yeah. Oh yeah, play absolutely. Just because of his personality. Oh yeah. Like uh, I, I'm sorry to cut you off. Through. I would think the smooth talker in this movie is actually what play is like. That's not too far off from uh, who he really really is. Mm-hmm. Right, you saw you saw the documentaries, Anthony. Um, it, it really broke down how they came together, the lifestyle that they both came from. Yeah. Um, Class Act really kind of broke down who they actually were. Kid was more of a quiet, nerdy but talented guy. 
I, he was a better lyricist than play play was a good performer he was a hustler he was actually kind of a street kid you know he would you know rob people and do shit like that and like just scheme on people he would always he was a smooth talker with the girls and all that play was the one who was out there and he actually helped shape kids image to help you know kind of bring him out of that nerdy little kid thing yeah. you know <laughs> Uh, that was real. So yeah, with, with that knowing plays personality, I'm thinking he probably did a lot better with the groupies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. So class act was kind of a not true story, but had some truth to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To their characters. Yep. That that kind of makes sense. Again, I think that I I love that movie. That is an underrated classic. That that movie. Yeah, we'll definitely get to that because I I enjoy the hell out of that movie. Yeah, I mean yeah. fucking Dougie Doug. Fucking in that movie. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. showed up in Blue Bloods a while back. Buggy Blue. Doug. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Out of nowhere. I'm like season yeah. four or five he showed up and I was like, holy fuck. Look at that. <laughs> but yeah, Blue Bloods. But uh, back to the movie, if you guys don't mind. And sure. um, the part, this is a not very important, but kind of important part where I did say the cops show up as... Uh, Full force, I guess I'll just group them together. Full force is pouring gasoline down. Again, they're going to set the house on fire and beat the shit out of everybody as they run out of the house. So the cops show up, and I'm going to play some of that. Yo, who got a light? How about a Bud Light? Ah, shit! (laughs) Just for that part. (laughs) Fuck you toy cops, man. All right, hold it. Don't call it in. Why not? Why bother with the paperwork? We can handle this shit ourselves. What do you got in mind? Let's take them down to the docks. Nobody can hear them scream. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I have a feeling that that happens more than than, than oh, we yeah. think. But Yeah. <laughs> but even in this movie... The way that they played it, you still can't hate them. You still can't bring yourself to hate those cops, you know? Right. Yeah. Just for the mood of this movie, you know, yeah. as, as light as the movie is. Yeah. And plus, the, I mean, even though obviously it's kind of like it has a lot of underlying racial tones to it, the fact of the matter is they kind of set it up in a way to where they had it coming to them. Right. Yeah. 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 They kind of did. I mean, they've been pretty shitty throughout the night, but, um, this is another part, <clears throat> after all that, we go to another part where, again, the two guys, mainly mainly Kid in this movie, has to de- kind of decide which girl he really wants. He's really in love, like, really like Shireen, but Sydney is kind of the girl that he can talk to and sort of meshes with better. Uh, again, we're bringing a little bit of a love story into this movie. Not sure why. It's the 90s. I guess they can. But um, And don't forget, Brew passed out, and they're bringing his ass home. Yeah, so, it's always one at every party. Right. Did so, you guys run yeah. into that a lot back in the day? Oh, we would just fucking move him to the side and keep partying. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't frequent a lot of parties. If I was, if I was at a party, more likely than not, I was DJing. 
Yeah, if I was at a party, more than likely I was drinking. <laughs> but, but Box, the true question here is, uh, were you ever the coat rank? Because at uh, one no. point, Brew was the coat rank. He was just passed out in the corner. They were yeah. just throwing the coats. <laughs> no, no, I've never been that guy. I've, I, if, if I ever <laughs> got to that point, I would either, I would usually find a place to go, or I would actually just go in my car. And pass the fuck out. I've woke up in my car before. Don't put the keys in the ignition. Ever, ever, ever. And lie in the passenger seat. Just sleeping it all, huh? Then if a cop comes up, you can go, someone was going to drive me home, but I don't know where they went. They must just left me here in the chair. But never put the keys in the ignition. That is drunk driving. Yeah. Just, a, just throwing that out there. Little, little legal advice for the kids out there. The more you know. There you go. <laughs> like a fucking He-Man show here. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing is half the battle. Is half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, but the other part, of course, I have to play is when Robin Harris gets to the door. And he starts trash talking all these kids. Um, he shows up at the party. Again, yes. play is gone. Kid is upstairs. Uh, Tisha Campbell covers for him, and we'll hear that right here. A boy here. Uh, no, sir. Who's he? You know who he is. He ain't him? No. Oh, no. Oh, be shaming yourself. Messing up these folks' house. Know that paper. Y'all in here doing some. Wrong! Blah. Blah, whatever your name is. Sound like something you catch on your feet. <laughs> you see my boy? Nah, I, I haven't seen him, sir. You sure? He ain't seen him. Why don't you go home and watch the late show, Pops? Why don't you just go home? Little test tube, baby. There you go. What's your name? Clinton. Clinton what? Clinton, um... Uh... X. Clinton X, huh? Yeah, Clinton X. Uh, I'm a Muslim. Uh, well, go home and bring me back two bean pies and a pork chop sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Trout mouth, Oh, how you doing? I said, no, you, then. I saw the dripping from the driveway. You know something with that jerry curl you got on your head? You better not ever do a crime. <laughs> Police never had no problem finding you. Follow the drip, follow the drip. They've never had no problem finding you. Blair, where's the boy? Is he upstairs? Clay told me to sit here and make sure nobody went upstairs because his parents just got a new carpet, right? Uh. And um, he don't want nobody to get no shit all over their shoes. Oh, did I say shit? You did too say shit. I'm sorry. You trying to talk about my shoes? No, I just, nobody can walk around up there. Well, I can understand that. So nobody been up there? Huh? Ain't nobody up there. I don't play. I don't play easy. There you go. So once again, we Robin Harris killing it, killing yeah. it. 
Uh, I guarantee none of that was scripted. None of it. <laughs> I, I would pretty much bet a lot of it wasn't. We uh, And again, we got the test two baby line, which again is part yeah. of his act. Um, but just a great part. And again, TJ Campbell is covering for Kid. We know Kid is upstairs with Sharice. Sharice, right? Um, Sharice. God damn it. Can't remember that fucking name. <laughs> Speaking of Tisha Campbell, though, um, think think about the, the performance that you just saw right there and, and, and the lines that she delivered. Mm-hmm. I don't know if either of you guys have ever heard Tisha Campbell's actual speaking voice. Uh-uh. Like when she's not acting. It is fucking surreal. <laughs> because she doesn't talk anything like that. Really? She sounds like a straight up valley girl. Why? Wow, wow you serious? Man. It's, it's mind blowing. Now, now I have to look now I have to look it up. Yeah, let me look see. up some Can interviews I... on YouTube. It is fucking mind blowing. Hold on. Listen, I'm, gonna, I'm hold on. I'm hitting YouTube right now. So, 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 Bob, are you trying to tell us that like everything from this to Mark, everything it been a lie all these years? Uh, well, I would call it acting. <laughs> <laughs> you should care. just type in interview. Uh, maybe I don't know what would come up. It's been a while since uh since I've seen anything. So, well, let me ask you, Bobby. Um, you, you saw School Days before, right? Man, it was it's been so long. Cause she did, she was in that movie as well. She did kind of like have like a different cadence to her speaking style. And then I wonder if it's similar to that. Mm, it's been so long, I really can't even remember. But the earliest role I've seen, I've ever seen her in, was in a, an old sitcom way back in the day. She was a very young Tisha Campbell. It was called Rags to Riches. Mm. She was a very young girl. A few interviews here. I wonder if the one on a. The real daytime. Let's see if we can play that and see if we can get the real Tisha Campbell out of that interview. Might be an ad. Hold on a sec. You and your team need to get things done. Oh, With Monday. Of course, there's a fucking ad. Three, two. We're getting it done. Here the we team go. is getting it done. Here we go. Yeah, oh, I got to unmute it. No? Why is it? It's got no volume. Oh, great. <laughs> it has no volume. I'm. I got the volume all the way up. Okay, let's hit back on that video, and let's try another one here. All this build-up. Oh, shit. There we go. This is from Steve Harvey. Let's see what happens here. Well, folks. Oh, shut up. Boomerang. (laughs) Not a big Steve Harvey fan, And I was like, no, we gotta give her this. I tell you, she's just going. Right, How are you? Oh, she's using it. The voice. <laughs> hey, y'all. What the fuck is that? <laughs> hey, listen, I gotta apologize to you. I have a band member who has the same exact name oh. as you, and every now and then I'll call Steve, like, out of nowhere, his personal line, and be like, hey, we got practice. Where are you? <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> okay. Um, you can hear it kind of coming out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, she's got that, yeah. 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 Yeah, you can hear the difference because, like, normally, like when you see her on film, TV, she has a certain authoritative voice about her when she's on screen. But I definitely see what Bobby's talking about with that. You can hear it a little bit. Now, that's yeah. not the interview that I heard because on the one that I heard, I was like, "What the fuck is this? Who is this? Jesus!" But uh, all right, let's go back to the movie uh, again. Tisha Campbell is covering for Kid. He's upstairs. 
and she walks in and kid is trying to get a piece of her uh of her friend well, what is it uh, Shereen? Shereen. Shereen. Whatever. It doesn't matter at this point. <laughs> I know, man. I'm just, I'm, I've, at this point, I've had fucking, I'm on, what? Oh, shit. Five beers. Uh, but anyway. Uh, he's up there, and Tisha Campbell looks a little upset about it, actually. And, you know, we didn't really catch that, but obviously she has a little bit of like for Kid. And, but Kid is taking Shireen home. And he's trying like hell to kiss her, but she won't do it. She may seem like the hoe of the movie, but damn it, she's not. So, anyway, we again go back to the apartment, and yes, they are all still in the exact same spot. Everyone. And... I believe the commercial is still on the television. <laughs> and commercial. <laughs> but, yeah, they're having a conversation. And basically, uh, she tells Sydney, if you want him, make a move and try. So, Kid is now walking Teach Campbell's character home. And, again, they're talking. And they actually, you know, they get along. They're talking well and all that stuff. And... We go, we got to cut scene a little bit and we're going to go to, this is the biggest bro scene in the world where they're in the bathroom together. <sighs> All right. It's yeah. kid and a bunch of the dudes from the party. And this is the biggest bro scene ever. So I just want to play it. And here we go. Bro scene number one. Fellas, hey, what's going on? You're going to take all the women while we're going. We're yes, going you. Yeah, right. Yo, someone is living foul. That's this nigga right here. Could you take care of that, please? And did y'all two watch the stuff like I asked, man? Because if a brother like play get thick, I'm gonna have to do some body and work on the work. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Yo, there was some niggas clocking your shit real hard. Yo, was they clocking it as hard as you should be clocking them cooker bugs you dropping down the sink out of your hair, man? Nigga got hair like Bob. Bob who? Bob Water, man. Real funny, man. Crazy. Who broke the toilet? I don't, I don't know, know, man. Yo, don't even play me like this. Who broke the toilet? I don't know, play. It was like that when I came in here, wasn't it? Yo, I bet you was that nigga in the leather jacket. He looked like he could shit some bricks. Neck like Mike Tyson. Play, <laughs> when's your next party? Play, when's your next party? Put you in my house and you dogged me. Damn, look at the log in that motherfucker. I gotta do something before my mama gets back. Yo, play, you know I help you, man. I got my new kicks on. Yeah, see the next time I throw a party. Sorry, man. What are you do? Yo, I'm out of here, man. That shit's starting to come out. I hate you out of here? See you. Y'all out of here? Wait a minute, I got a better idea. Busted. Party's over. Party? What? Don't say nothing to me, man. Don't say nothing. As a matter of fact, when you see me in the streets, don't say nothing. I ain't no plumber. What can I do? Step. I need piss. Step. Oh, Yo, just stab real cold. Peace, man. Damn. Damn, he even said busted. Who's he, young MC? Busted. Oh, Fox. <laughs> Fox, I'm surprised you missed. I'm surprised you missed it. What? That guy that plays uh Clint. What about the him? um um name is Sean Baker? Mm-hmm. Because um he's another guy like you know, the theme of the show seems to be like familiar faces, right? So I know that guy. So I'm lo- and I looked him up. I recognized him from uh, Living Single. He was on Family Matters, and he was actually on an episode of NYPD Blue. I missed one? Yeah. Let me see. Which episode? Hold on. 
This movie is just fully NYPD blue. And a different world. I don't know if you remember uh, Bobby the uh, episode with uh, Tupac on there. And uh, wait a minute, I think I know who he was. Yeah. Hold on here. Oh shit, he was in three. Yeah, the guy that said his name was Clinton X. Yeah. Yeah, that's Sean Baker. Yeah. I gotta Sean tell you, Baker. Why do I know that? Who wh- who was he in uh, Family Matters? Uh, let me see here. Was he in the regular cast? You know what? I have to tell you something. I, I no. literally, you know what, Anthony? Yes. I just watched this episode today. Damn. Oh, you did the wow. middle the middle episode, bad rap, which the NYPD Blue episode I just watched today actually, where he was Daddy Cool, a rapper. So yeah, I do know exactly who the I know exactly yeah. who he is. Oh shit, he was on that um, what was that show? Remember, it was a show back in the day. It didn't last long, but it was pretty good. It had Dougie Doug and um, Flex Alexander. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember the name of that show. Um, I, I Live like show. Where I Live, something like that. He was on that, too. I like that show, man. I kind of wish that it would have lasted a little bit longer. They yeah. were uh, they were like, like high school seniors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could take a leave uh, Flex Alexander, but Dougie Doug is so underrated, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, he's 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 hilarious. And another one who's in, you know, class act and like I said, he just showed up one day in fucking yeah. Blue Bloods. I was like, holy shit, Dougie Dougie yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hanging with the homeboys, one of my favorites. And I know you did. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, let's see, where were we now? All right, we played the bro scene. Let me delete that. We've only got a few scenes left, believe it or not. This movie's almost over. Uh the next scene we go to is <laughs> scene where Tisha Campbell's taking her clothes off. <laughs> uh, her and Kit are up there messing around, and uh, they almost fuck, but Kid's condom looked like my god, look, look really <laughs> bad, god. really bad. This actually reminded me of a scene from the movie Grease where uh, Kaniki's condom was old and broken but anyway i don't know who's have you seen grease bobby no oh, well I'm, i might have but you know. all right i'll forget it bad reference bad reference bad reference um <laughs> but uh again man tisha campbell looking absolutely amazing in this scene just strips off her clothes and ooh, 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 ooh. amazing but uh <laughs> I will play the audio from this part. Those of you who want to see this, go back and check out the movie. But uh, basically, right after they do that, they're still sort of kissing and making out a little bit. And her parents, who are actually the... Her father is the guy that Kid knocked down at the party earlier. So that's established right here. But just a little part of the scene I'm going to play... He has to get out the window, the back door, and here we go. What are you doing? In my bed clothes. I don't know whether to watch or run. You better hurry up. Watch. I watch. I don't even know how those hoodlums got into the party. You shouldn't press charges. Oh, not with those fascist cops there. Now, if I met that hoodlum in the street, man, the boy, I'd punch him in his mouth, locker. You know I don't like to be sucker punched. You've tried it a couple times. 
parents walk in. Keisha Campbell is nice and cozy in bed. <laughs> kind nice of. Nice and innocent. Yeah, all innocent looking. But uh, in the meantime, <clears throat> what is happening is Kid is trying to get the hell out of there. Uh, the dog barks. He has to stop the dog. And, uh, of course, who does he run into? Full force. Because, God damn it, it's a movie, and why wouldn't he? But uh, let's go ahead, and that's another scene I wanted to play. Again, remember, the cops took him to the docks, beat the shit out of him, and this is where we return, and they are back in their car. Go on here, turn the volume up. Here we go. My back. Those cops always fucking went, oh, my stomach. It's <laughs> all the same way. I'm tired of getting beat down by punk cops, man. Yo, Pee Wee, man, how does your ribs feel? How does my ribs feel? They fucked me up the same way they fucked you up. Yo, yo, look. <laughs> oh, yeah. After getting beat down by them cops, I'm ready to whip somebody's ass. Yo, where you going, my man? All right, this whole scene here is kid running. He's running through a funeral home. He's running everywhere he can. He's just trying to get away from these guys from Full Force who just spotted him. <clears throat> I mean, he's running down alleys. There's rats. They're beating the Full Force kills a rat here. I don't. I, by the, I don't think a real rat was killed. Now, who? Do you guys know who the two criminals were? Were they anything? Yes, they actually were. Okay, well then, go ahead. They were the uh, Hudlin brothers, the uh, directors of this movie. <laughs> yep. I didn't even know that. Yep. Yeah. That's who they were. Holy yeah. shit. Yep. Those two were the directors nice. of the movie right there. Yeah. Nice um, little cameo. Yeah. Yep. Little quick cameo there. Um, these two, as play is running, there's two crooks, criminals that just run down the street. They've got fucking, you know, shit on their head. And they've got a shopping cart with a television and something else in it. And at this point, Kid jumps into a refrigerator, which is never do that. Ever, no. ever, 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 ever. And uh, <laughs> the dog, there's a dog, a Rottweiler, who closes it. And right at that point again, the cops pull up. The TV, the criminals have break the, break the window and here we go. So the dog now is chasing them. They jump onto a bus. The two criminals are on a bus now. And they've got a vacuum in their hand. They got a, <laughs> they got a lamp on their head. And uh yeah, there we go. There are the that's the quick cameo right there for the directors and his brother. The director and his brother is exactly who that actually was. But uh Full Force does know, of course, that Kid is in the fridge, and they're just fucking with him for a little while while the cops are over there, and here we go. Yo, kid, so I guess this is how you got that Buckley-style fader. You stick your head in the icebox, right? <laughs> Yo, listen, I hear you're a rapper. Well, I got a rap for your ass. <laughs> you run around town like a faggot in the heat. Me and my boys can't be beat. 
Wherever you go, we can smell you like gas. And we're gonna kick your fucking ass. <laughs> you got your silly ass locked in the icebox. We know where to go. Wait, wait, wait. What we should really do is just take this refrigerator and just dump that shit in the river. Oh, man, you ain't thinking, man. You know what I'm saying, man? Where's your head? Okay, man, let me just fucking in there, man. Freeze, Negroes. <laughs> this is your lucky day. It's a jammy party. Oh. All right. Um, boy, that faggot word gets thrown around a lot in this movie, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, man. It was, yeah. It yeah, was so it was acceptable. It was an acceptable, I don't know. It's weird how acceptable it was back then. But yeah. we didn't even think twice about hearing it. It was just a funny yeah. word. Yeah. But, There's a um, lot about this movie that probably wouldn't fly today. Like even that Robin Harris scene. Mm. Nowadays, if that would have happened today, parent would be accused of child neglect, abuse. Everybody would have cell phones out, video recording. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And 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 going back to the uh, to the refrigerator uh, box, man. You 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 uh, put a little message out for the kids. The more you know, don't ever do that. Don't ever climb into a refrigerator. Mm-hmm. You and I are the exact same age, so I don't know if you remember. In the, maybe the early to it to mid nineties, there were uh, TV uh, commercials that played pretty frequently on 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 TV that that uh, explained the dangers of throwing away a refrigerator, and mm-hmm. they they told you exactly how to do it to remove the door. As far as I don't know if you remember that, but I, I remember do. seeing that a lot on TV in the eighties. I do because a lot of people were starting to get the refrigerators with the water with the water filter in them. Yeah, the water uh, yep. thing. And I do remember they there were commercials, you know, take the doors off your fridge because kids were hiding in them. That's what was happening. A lot of kids were dying because they were playing outside because right. there were no computers. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. there was no Xbox or anything. So when kids playing outside, playing hide and seek, they thought a refrigerator would be the perfect place to hide. Yep. And no one found them and they ended up staying in there. Yeah, they did say always take your doors off to throw them out. And I mean, I I would honestly say that's probably true to this day. You should still do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, that. It, but yeah, I do remember the commercials, and I don't know, man. It's just weird. The commercials back then were so different. Remember the, uh, remember the, the 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 eggs cooking in the in the frying yeah. pan. This is your brain. Yeah, brain on, yeah. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? Yeah, yeah. That ran for a long time. Oh my God, man. Those were, you know what I, <laughs> those were really, they did, they, they ran forever. Go ahead, Anthony. No, no, I was saying, as far as since we talked about commercials real quick, I actually missed those old school, uh, psychic commercials. Remember oh. the ones they used to run on like the preview channel? Oh yeah. Miss Cleo. Yeah, they Miss yeah. Cleo, call me now. Miss Cleo, yeah. No, yeah. I got a throwback for you. Remember the Kenny Kingston ones, though? Uh-uh. No. He was an older guy. He had white hair. Almost looked like a a shorter, older version of Bob Barker. Had the glasses on. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember that. No, I remember, I remember uh, Miss Cleo for yeah, sure. Yeah, Cleo, yeah, she was the big one. But Kenny, yeah, Kenny Kingston. she was exposed because... People found out that she wasn't really, uh, she wasn't really like West Indian or Jamaican or whatever. I'm like, calm the fuck down, people. It's obviously a gimmick. The funny thing was, it's just like this movie. She was from Cleveland. Was she? <laughs> yes. 
Oh, I guess it's the name Cleo. Goddamn, naming naming your child that African shit. No one is from Cleveland. Goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, she uh she passed away. She actually ended up yeah. passing away. Yeah, oh, she wow. did. Yeah, she did. But yeah, I those commercials were so big back in the day, man. Yeah, man, and that the other drug commercial. Where did you learn this? Where, where did you get this from? You, Dad. You, I learned Dad. it from watching you. <laughs> You know what? I have to say every now and then I think about that commercial when I'm when my kids walk up and I'm like, "Can you guys give me a minute, please?" Uh, and and the funny thing is, I remember back in the day, um, I I ain't gonna, I used to watch Saved by the Bell, and they did one episode about like anti drugs. There's no hope with dope, and the the, the big drug the big drug on the scene was weed. Oh. And like, <laughs> like in hindsight, weed is the least of people's worries. Yeah, meanwhile, <laughs> Zach Morris is giving fucking. They made a big deal about like, what's this? Oh, it's weed. Oh no. Yeah, oh. yeah. We <laughs> talked about it before. There was a very special episode of the Cosby Show where uh, mm-hmm. where uh, Theo got caught with a joint that belonged to Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> yes, <the> Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Free lazy on, eye. <laughs> meanwhile, on Say by the Bell, Zach is trying to get Jesse to do speed to do his homework for him. I remember that though. Yeah, I remember that. yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that, oh. Zach is Zach Morris is trash. Follow that on Facebook if you don't. By the way. Oh, speaking. Remember the episode of uh, it was an episode of Fresh Prince where uh, Carlton got hooked on speed. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he was at the party. He was he was dancing his ass off. It's not unusual to be loved. Every sitcom had that very special episode. Yeah, I remember he was dancing and dropped. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, it was started off funny, but then it, it got serious when he passed out. Yeah, but those special episodes go back. I mean, back to like Silver Spoons. Oh, yeah, man. Different strokes. Different strokes. Different strokes. It was every overkill. Sitcom, but it was overkill with different strokes, though. Because it seemed like every of episode, you know, they dealt with fucking child uh pedophilia, they dealt with uh bulimia, eating disorders. My God. But the thing <laughs> they tackled the really big ones, but the, the the thing that became the joke, and I guess this this was really in the nineties, was a uh, very special blossom. Yeah. At a certain yes. point a couple seasons in, it's like every other episode was a very special bl- blossom. Yeah. Man, you know what though? That just you know, during back to the commercials we're gonna have to. We might have to do a uh, old school commercial episode. Oh, that's a good idea. Play Absolutely. a few of them. Play a few of those old school commercials. Yeah. That might be a fun, fun, a fun show to do, man. Because there were so many of them that were like impactful back then. That yeah. stuck with yeah. you. Yeah. And what about the um? Fucking, I forgot the theme, but it, it was a drug, another drug commercial. I guess where the guys were in a car smoking weed, <laughs> and they kept driving around. And then he ended up hitting the kid. Oh, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. But you want yeah. to know, you want to know one commercial that stuck with me, and I still one eight 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 two three hundred Empire. Yeah, I huh. still remember the goddamn phone number from that goddamn Empire carpet commercial. <laughs> yeah, man. Empire. Yeah, one eight eight two three hundred Empire. Yeah. yeah, it's so funny because uh, that commercial, the quality of that commercial really looked like a local commercial. Yes. But it played everywhere. <laughs> yes, but you... So that low is, budget. It sticks in your brain, dude. Great yeah. marketing. Great yeah. marketing, man. And you know what? I still see those commercials today. 
and I, I'm going to uh, send the clip, but uh, later for me for that episode. But uh, here in that uh, Pennsylvania area, it used to be a lodge, Mount Airy Lodge, and oh, yeah. I sw- yeah, in the mid in uh, mid '90s, it was a commercial and it was a catchy ass song. It was quintessential '80s, but they played it through like the mid '90s, and it was just like um, beautiful Mount Airy Lodge, and it was like a real catchy jingle. That song, I swear to you, I sung that song for a legitimate five years straight because it was just stuck in my head. By the time, I, by the time I was old enough, the Mount Airy Lodge was long gone. But that song made me want to go to the fucking Mount Airy Lodge. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah I was the- probably in Pittsburgh at the time, which is why it sounds familiar to me. Commercials are amazing, man. Sometimes, <laughs> like I said, man, I mean, even like the yeah. Empire commercial, I'll ne- I've seen that commercial since I was a little kid. And same, I will, yeah, yep, same here. Yep, I'll and never. And it always had the same low yep. budget local. Co- yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Always. Oh yeah. But, <laughs> but all I, you have I to bring is your love of everything. Beautiful Mount Airy Lodge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Commercials are crazy, man. It's just ridiculous how they fucking get you and how they keep you. And but I mean, it's yeah. it's, it's amazing the commercials we remember. But yeah, we'll definitely have to do that. That'll be a fun episode to do. Uh, for sure, some old for school sure. commercials. Yes. We'll get into those. Yes. Well, I'll pick five or something like that and bring them back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bring I'm up down. the old. Uh, bring up when the Flintstones were uh, were doing Winston cigarette commercials. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> The Flintstones doing cigarette commercials. Fucking back in the day, they used to do. Hey, Anthony, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. You got robotic there for a second. All right, start again. Am I better? Much better. Sorry about that. Start again. Yeah, sorry about that, folks. No, no, no. Good. No, I said even back in the day, like shows the homeowners and that, especially and it was a big smoke. They used oh, to yeah. old school yeah. commercials and mm. I love Lucy, but obviously as time went on and they weren't laws even needed. No, they, yeah, laws changed. They basically had to, yeah, <laughs> did that, especially for the times because that was supposed to be a kid-friendly, family-friendly show. So you can't have them promoting smoking. But you know what? At that time, though, with the, with the Honeymooners and I Love Lucy, it, it was a different time. You know, the, the dangers of tobacco weren't really as out there. Like, Doctors were smoking in hospitals, you know, pilot people were smoking on planes, you know, that nobody really thought anything of it at that time. Yeah. I remember those days of people on planes, hospitals, there was no public areas you couldn't smoke, you could smoke everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. There used to be like the cartoons that we used to watch, like again, like the Flintstones, Mm -hmm. there were characters on those old school cartoons that were walking around with cigarettes. It was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And movie characters used to smoke. The the good guys in movies used to smoke. If you noticed in the like late nineties, early two thousands, the only people that smoked in movies were the bad guys. The, the bad guys. Yes. Yeah. yeah there but, was a there was a character on X Files. They used to before he had a name. They used to call him Cancer Man. Mm-hmm. And then they stopped calling him that. They started calling him the Cigarette Smoking Man. And that was his thing. And they had to make it a point to show that the cigarettes were fucking him up. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That was, uh, that was probably around 2004 when the whole, uh, when the whole thing started shifting up at, but, uh, but 
Yeah, that man. was a commercial break. <laughs> that was our commercial break. There you go. That was our commercial break. Let's get back to the movie. You're right. Because I've only got sure. two two clips left, and the movie's almost fucking over. Um, but uh, let's see. The next one, we we go again. We're back. Full force, all that shit. And uh, play is, again, if you remember, after the bathroom scene, the bro scene in the bathroom, uh, play is... The party's over. He's handing out jackets. Literally. Throwing jackets to people. I don't know how he knew whose was whose, but for some reason, everybody was on top. He was very good at that. <laughs> I mean, he had that shit planned out perfectly. Now, there was one guy who was trying to say, look, man, uh, Kid's dad came here, but he kicked him out before he could say it. Yeah. And uh, the, And once again, we did find out, though, Play, or kid, I'm sorry, is actually in jail. And obviously he's a little bit scared. He does go in there and try to kind of tell Stab, look, we're both here, we're both fucked. Why don't we work together? Let's see. Here, let's just play it. Look, Stab, we've been going at this all day, since earlier in the lunchroom. And it hasn't gotten us anywhere but in here, which is where we don't want to be. Why don't we let bygones be bygones and work together to get ourselves out of here? What do you say? Man, fuck you. <laughs> I like that because... Yeah, yeah, other... baby. Looks like I'm going to be in here for a couple on. more days. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, I was just saying, I like that because in any other movie, especially during that time, there was always that uh, unlikely bedfellows, you know, uh, mm -hmm. scene or that unlikely... Uh, partnership thing where enemies have to put their differences aside and, and reluctantly work together. So that's what you kind of expected at that point. But he's like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The, exactly. This was the kind of movie where you figured, yes, it would be, oh, look at that. They're going to get together and get out of here. But no, fuck you. <laughs> uh, but eventually, Kid does get to use the phone. Uh, he calls play. And play goes into action trying to get the money, all the money they can to get uh, kid bailed out of jail. And eh, not much I can play from there, to be honest with you. But he goes to see both of the girls um, to get the money. They borrow money from everybody. But of course, kid is a little bit worried about getting fucked in jail. Uh, <laughs> To, to make it simple. He's a little worried about it. Um, now, we do see one guy here who he sees and gives him a little bit of advice. Let's get the advice that kid gets in jail here. Is there anything I can do to stop this? Well, Richard Pryor said when he was in prison, he kept folk glad to get the mind off his booty. Do you know any jokes? No. I don't know any jokes. Well, you better think of something. What if I can't think of anything? Lights out, the party's over, the cake's on the grill, and you already agree. <laughs> there you go. So what is he going to do? What do you think he does? He raps. He breaks out in a song. He breaks out in a raps. Now, I didn't really want to play the whole thing, but what the hell? I've got it here. Again, this was another one that 
literally when I played this, it sounded like he was literally doing it in the jail cell. It was echoey. It was weird. But uh, I ripped it. I fixed the audio. And uh, here we go. I'll go ahead and play. This is the jailhouse rap to keep everyone from trying to fuck him in the ass. Oh, don't worry about it. It won't take but a minute. Depending on who's in it. Is there anything I can do to stop this? Well, Richard Pryor said when he was in prison, he kept folks laughing, kicked the mind off his booty. Do you know any jokes? No, I don't know any jokes. Well, you better think of something. What if I can't think of anything? Lights out, the party's over, the cake's on the griddle, and you already agreed. Excuse me, everybody. Uh, won't you gather around? I got something to say. Yo, who is this? Just a guy who looks at things differently, the way things are, aren't always how they're meant to be. With the big men here in the bullpen, I don't want my knees to take a full bend. Step back, ask yourself, can it wait, or do you want to become an AIDS candidate? Take your eyes off me. Don't even watch the kid, or you'll go out. Like Liberace did in my own self, I could have been alone. What do y'all want me? I'm only skin and bones. I'm feeling faint. It, it's kind of hot. <laughs> my, what big muscles you got? Who lips don't fail me now? Until play comes to fail hey, me. Hey, what's out. going on in there? Man, this is too much. Look, but don't touch. I'm just trying to avoid the bum rush. Thought I was in here with murderers and stranglers. You guys are a bunch of rump wranglers. And why me? Look, I'm not the only male. We gonna tie that fade into a ponytail. Yo, yo, this is a no-go. I'ma call a CO. Me a homo? Nah, man, that's a no-no. But if you back off now, that might save your time off your sentence. For good behavior, I'm speaking from the heart, from the center. The sign on my ass says, do not enter. I'm a rapper. I rock rhymes, so I'ma bust one. I see y'all wanna rock, like Hudson. Just an example. I chill him and thrill him. Where is play? I'ma kill him. Alright, songbirds, you hit the right note. You just made bail. <laughs> hey, fellas. Fellas, <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> Don't feel bad. <laughs> no, hey, no long faces. <laughs> Think of all the fun we had. I wanna thank y'all for making me feel welcome. It really, really did the trick. Alright. Oh, um, by the way, suck my dick. Another line you didn't expect from kid <laughs> nor play, especially. Right. Yeah. Right. So, but um, yeah, kid throws out the suck my dick line. <laughs> and uh, real quick, uh, uh, Box, did you recognize the uh, bigger gentleman in that uh, scene there? Uh, no. Who was that? His, uh, his name is uh, Jamie uh, Card Ritchie. And I reckon, I reckon he's one, again, another one of those guys. He's been in like shows such as Family Matters, Fresh Prince, Different World, Malcolm Minetti. He was actually also a professional wrestler, the Harlem Warlord. Really? Yep, and uh, sadly, he passed away in 2000 at the age of 32. Jeez. So that's kind of that's kind of depressing. Yeah, you don't say. Um, oh, wow. Thanks, Anthony. Bring the show down. 
Anyway, <laughs> let's get on with the movie. Anyway, play is uh kid, I'm sorry, is being bailed out of jail. He gets his stuff back, he's going through, and um <laughs> everybody's there. It's the whole feel good hey, glad you're back scene. And this is where we find out that uh play ends up with the one girl that he was supposed to end up with, and kid does end up going with Sydney. So there you go. Everything worked out just fine. Yeah. Yep. Everything, of course, worked out fine. But, uh, and, I mean, there's not much more to the end of the movie, to be honest with you. Except that epic ass whooping he got. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't even gonna lie. To, yeah, that's scared, that, that scared me straight a few times. <laughs> well, <coughs> you know, the belt did. Here we go. Here, here. You mean this part? He's sneaking into his bed. Finally goes home. I wouldn't do that just yet. Your ass is mine. <laughs> is that what you mean? I can explain. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what a, again, just an excellent fucking movie, man. I love, like I said, I, I didn't realize how much I missed this movie and how fun this movie was to watch until I actually got to watching it again. You know what? There was there was actually one more scene, which you don't have to play it because it doesn't really play very well for uh, audio. But I, I wish we would have set this up earlier. But in the opening sequence, when it showed uh, like the house party and the, the logo and all of that, the party at the party they blew the roof off the house. Right. So there's a mid credit scene where the cops are walking and they stop. Because the roof comes crashing down on them. Ah, I did see that, but didn't even think to. Yeah, that, and that was the payoff. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't even play the scene where, you know, play is doing the roof is on fire and kid is sitting there going, holy shit, that looks like, holy shit, you're doing this fucking dinosaur shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But let uh, the motherfucker burn. Yeah, <laughs> burn. Let's see. They, I like how they added that '90s edge to it, though. <laughs> I almost, I almost played the uh, cold chamber version of it, but uh, oh, wait a minute! I didn't want to do I, that to you guys. We didn't even point out the irony at the end there. What's that? See, the whole thing, the whole time we've been saying plays a player, right? Mm-hmm. So by the end of the movie, he gets nothing, and kid gets all the action. So. Yeah, but it. yeah, so yeah, yeah, but play does remember he did try to kiss her and it didn't get to, and he comes back and still says, "Do I have lipstick on me?" Yeah, so oh, yeah, yeah, he played it all, but yeah, but <laughs> well, play. We know the truth. If you watch, paid attention, you know yeah. the truth. Well, his name is Play, so uh, there you go. That's how it works, man. But uh, you know, the funny thing is, all those dance scenes though were done with absolutely no music. <laughs> yeah, wow. uh, during the party yeah. at Play's house, all the dance sequences were done with no music. AJ Johnson choreographed her and Tisha Campbell uh, Campbell's routine for the battle. The toe touch and kicks were just you know obviously the singer move the the signature moves of Kid and Play. Yeah, the but, kick step. Yep, yep, yep. But they had become very popular as backup dancers for Salt and Pepper. For Salt that's, and Pepper. That's yeah. how they got famous. <laughs> 
Uh, using these and more acrobatic stunts, obviously, is what made him famous. But the music was all added after the whole scene had been shot. Oh. Why are wow. you trying to dance like that to no music? <laughs> I can't dance like that to music. I, I Exactly, dude. Exactly. Well, kudos to whoever uh, strung it together because that had that was a fucking brilliant piece of editing right there. Yeah, man. And honestly, the all the other trivia from IMDb we mentioned as we went through. To be honest with you, man, we know this movie. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. We mentioned all of them. I mean, the, the, the only one that I really shocked me is that this movie was actually all the party scenes were actually filmed at Play's house. That's uh, I did not know that. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know I, that one. Uh, like I said, thank you, IMDb. But that was that's really cool to think. But this movie really again goes back to where we started before with the it did become a cult classic movie, and it was the time when hip hop was just about going out partying with everybody and having a good time. And that's really what I believe this movie kind of portrays throughout the whole movie. You know, it, 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 it's not, you know, a menace to society or anything like that, obviously. But right. it does portray the old school, late 80s, early 90s version of what hip hop really was. And, you know, like that quote said that I said earlier, it was the golden age of hip hop, basically. Yeah. I would say, uh, in terms of like the purity of hip hop, I would say it's a tie between House Party, the original one, and uh, Crush Groove. If you wanna just really wanna break down the essence of what hip hop is supposed to be, just watch one of those two movies. And they even paid, they even kind of uh, paid a little tribute to uh, hip hop movies in the movie because they said that I guess they said they were going back to the house to watch Crush Groove and Beat Street. Yes. Yeah. 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 And Martin was doing Wild Style. Wow! Yeah, some yeah, classic uh, and breaking. I think you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, what a fucking movie! Love breaking and breaking too. Electric Boogaloo. Right, which came out the same year as Breaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they really went with the uh, holy shit. Let's try to get some fucking. Let's keep going on this fucking coattails. Right. Yeah, yeah, but those movies were fucking shit. Ice T was in the first Breaking movie. Sure was, yeah. You know, that amazes me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was pretty bad in that first one, by the way. He was pretty bad. <laughs> I'm still, I'm, I'm sorry. Ice-T still is a phenomenon to me. This man made a song called Cop Killer. Yeah. yeah. And he has spent the last 22 years being a cop on television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his, first big, his first big role in a movie. His first major role in the movie was playing a cop. <laughs> you know, this was the guy who, even before Cop Killer with Body Count, was putting out songs talking about how much he hated the police. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he was the first. He was the first rapper who was. I'm not gonna really say outspoken, but was kind of like everybody knew that he was a crip. Everybody knew it, right? You know, like he was. He was a gangster rapper before N.W.A. You know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's welcomed into everybody's home uh, as a cop <laughs> for, for decades at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I'll crazy. tell you what. But my favorite Ice-T movie is probably an underrated movie, and it's Trespass. I like Trespass. I yeah. love, yeah. love 
that movie. I think it's a really, I, I don't know what, I forget what year it came out. There must have been a lot of good movies that year because that movie just went under the radar. That movie was originally supposed to be called Looters, but they changed the name of it because it was set to come out right around the time when the L.A. riots broke out. So they were like, yeah, let's not call it Looters. So they called it Trespass. And another underrated movie he was in, Surviving the Game. Yeah, remember that one. Oh, I loved that movie, man. I've never seen that. I gotta, I gotta check that That's out. It's actually yeah. a really good movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah. I mean, again, I like the stupid action flicks, and that's kind of one of yeah. the stupid action flicks. But yeah, and it's actually a unique concept. I actually enjoyed it because he, I want to say, um, he was a homeless dude. He was supposed, mm-hmm. he was basically like a, a bunch of hunters used them as sport, and right. he literally oh, had to, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, exactly, yeah, and he he ended up, you know, killing most of them. Yeah. He had a role in Tank Girl. He was like, I'm not. I've never really followed like the Tank Girl comics or anything, but mm-hmm. Ice T played like some type of like <laughs> humanoid kangaroo type character in uh, Tank Girl. That was Lori Petty, right? And Lori Petty. Yeah. Yes. She did an episode of NYPD Blue. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have to mention the Goats uh, movie he was in, in my opinion, New Jack City. Even though Wesley oh. Snipes stole that movie from everybody, I, I'll give an honorable mention Ice T's role in that. Oh, absolutely. He was perfect in that role. Yeah. Absolutely perfect, man. Because he kind of got to play himself and the cop. Yeah. You know, he did a little of both in that movie, but... uh, Go ahead, Bobby. Interesting, interesting tidbit, which I guess a lot of... I don't know if, like, you know, I'm really, like, uh, breaking any news or anything. I think probably a lot of people know. But both Ice-T and Wesley Snipes were reluctant to play the roles that they played in that movie. Because it's funny because uh, it's for like the extreme opposite reason. Ice-T didn't want to play a cop because he was so tied in with the streets still that he was like, man, you know, I I can't play a cop because my people are not going to trust me. They're not going to accept it. I spent all all this time, all these years making all these songs, talking about I don't like the police and now I'm playing one. He wasn't comfortable with it. He had to really get comfortable with it. Wesley Snipes on the other side, he didn't want to play a criminal because he didn't want the stereotype. He didn't. He absolutely didn't want to be typecast. He didn't like the idea of, you know, he's he's like, you know, I, I'm better than this. Uh, as as a people, we're better than this. It, it, you know, we shouldn't have to be, shouldn't have to be limited to playing the role of a, a drug dealing criminal. But he figured, eh, I, I can put my own spin on it. You know, if I'm not going to do it, somebody else is, and they might not, you know, do it as well. So, yeah, they both reluctantly took their roles. And then he went to jail for tax <laughs> bullshit. Um, me, yeah, meanwhile, I'm yeah. a huge Wesley Snipes fan. I love Wesley Snipes. Uh, I mean, we did Blade last show. So, mm-hmm. but I'm a huge, I love Wesley Snipes, but. He's had his issues. You know, he got caught oh, in Florida yeah. with a pound of weed, throwing it off the back of his motorcycle. I remember that. <laughs> He's had his issues, but uh, I'm a huge Wesley Snipes fan. But, uh, yeah, man, New Jack City, we will definitely get to that one night, and we will break that motherfucker down because that movie is just absolutely – that's that's like the a, a, a different kind of gangster Bronx tale. 
you know, it, it, it tells the same sort of story. It answers a lot of questions and that'll be a great yeah. movie to get into and dig deep into. I, I definitely, <laughs> definitely want to do that. Definitely. Because I actually was, while we were talking, um, I actually Googled and one of the best quotes from New Jack City was from Wesley Snipes. Uh, Mr. Money, would you please escort Mr. Washington up? Take him block. And this dreadlock bumper is even blinking on you little guy's ass. It's just so... I'm oh, sorry. So many... Gra- That'll be another movie we get a ton of fucking clips for, I guarantee it. But, uh... Just, yeah. Yeah, but uh, as far as this movie, I think we've gone uh, over three hours at this point. So uh, we should probably go ahead and wrap this up. But uh, this, just give quick, uh, I guess, like final little thoughts on the movie. In my opinion, this movie really wrapped up exactly what the early hip hop was about. And just kind of, uh, you know, again, we said before the acting in this movie was not the best. We obviously said there was some good actors in this movie, but kid and play were not great actors in this movie. It didn't matter. It really, though, showed that, uh, you know, hip-hop evolved into some really crazy shit after what we've seen in this movie. And the fun it was, it ended up being what it was. But uh, as far as this movie, I totally agree with it being a cult classic. And uh, this probably was the golden age of hip-hop. So, I don't know. Go ahead, guys. As far as my thoughts on it, I mean, to your point, it is definitely a cult classic. And what I like about it is that uh, on the surface, it is a quote-unquote black movie. But I feel like anybody can watch this movie and glean something from it. Because it's it's relatable on a lot of different levels. really is. So, I would definitely recommend it. If you haven't seen it in a while, go back and watch it. If you've never seen it, go back and watch it. I mean... Go back and watch it. Bobby? Yeah, you pretty much said it. it it's it's very much relatable. There were so many quotables in that movie. Um, there, the, it, it doesn't matter who you are, what, what lifestyle you come from, you're, you're going to have fun watching that movie. I mean, fuck, uh, NWA actually used something from that movie, you know? I mean, <laughs> so... It's it's what hip hop was. It was it was at least um, it at least showed a, a different aspect of what hip hop was. Man, right. it, it was it was just it was fun. It was fun. That's what it was supposed to be. It, it's it's okay to have fun. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just a, a great movie, and I'm actually glad we got to this, and I'm glad we didn't you know kind of just go through all of them because I don't know if I could have watched all of them all at once. But uh, I'm glad we did this movie. And, um, yeah, now now you guys got me looking forward to the goddamn New Jack City episode. But uh, (laughs) we might have to just do that in two weeks. Um, (laughs) So, I don't know. Anyway, I guess uh, on that note, we can go ahead and wrap this motherfucker up. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Thanks, Anthony, for joining me. Bobby, appreciate you uh, joining us as, uh, as usual. Thank you. And uh, everybody in the chat room, appreciate you guys coming in. And we will see you guys next time. Have a good night. And I will play a little more of the soundtrack for everybody. Oh, 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 oh. oh, 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 oh sorry, oh, one more thing. Okay. 
Just wanted to uh, wish my mother, Andrea Alston, a very happy birthday. Love you, Mom. There you go. Happy birthday. And happy birthday, Anthony's mama. And we're out of here. Later, y'all. Enjoy. And thanks again. See ya.